and Oscar Rodriguez from Leganes. <laughs> Oscar who? Rodriguez. Oscar Rodriguez got called up ahead of Isco. That's wild. So did an Adama Chair. Oh, man. This is banana. So I, I mean, everyone there wild. you can make a case for, but Oscar Robertson. Or <laughs> it's Oscar Rodriguez. That's wild, dude. Yeah. Over Isco? Yeah. That's gone by their manager. Who's their manager? Um, That's a good question. Their manager is Luis Enrique. Certified clown. On today's footy corner, Bayern hit blackjack as they win the Champions League for their 21st win in a row. Sevilla claimed their crowns as the kings of Europa as Diego Carlos goes from zero to hero. Lionel Messi may be leaving Barca. Man United's captain fought the law and the law won in Greece. And Tom Brenneman is cancelled. Along with the typical transfer corner comments and nonce of the week. Next. We are back on the footy corner. Arine, how's everything going? Everything is good. Uh, going well. Um, back to having having school for both of us, right? Yeah, it's um, been wild. You've you've had to go in a couple days here. Yeah. Have a, how's the, how's the school? How's pharmacy school at Northwest or Midwestern going? Um, it's going well. Everything's good. Um, COVID rules are obviously really weird, um, but most of it's online. Um, also having a small procedure tomorrow and NBA is probably getting canceled. Yeah. So how's everything with you? It's wild. There are obviously a lot of dark things happening. Uh, <laughs> what? I mean, the political outside in the world again. I mean, it shouldn't be a surprise. We're in 2020. <laughs> the way you describe some dark things. I mean, like, like the Joker just came into town. Well, you know, you just explained it. And, um. On top of that, yeah, this, so I'll just, fine, I'll try to lighten it up in terms of school stuff. Yeah, I'm on the other end of things in terms of the teaching side. And uh, if you know for, uh, someone that's trying to do teaching or even learning remotely, uh, yeah, think about them. So it's, it's difficult. It's so, not easy. Yeah. And then, you know what? Also on the students. Because yeah, what I'm learning is, it, it's, yeah, it's really tough seeing if, if something's due or not and, like, keeping track of assignments. Whereas, like, if you were to go to class, like, they kind of kind of hammer that in your head you know what i mean so that's that's the tough one but i'm i'm not opposed to cooking eggs and making coffee during a lecture so and and exactly what you said is what makes it tough on this end because there are professors out there that don't give a shit and they're just like oh they should know they should know and they put maybe they hide the due date on it that's the problem we're learning a new um actually at our school we're learning a new interface do you guys still use blackboard or no actually ours is canvas Oh, canvas. Ours is new as well, and it's it's. I'm used to Blackboard. Yeah. Um. So that's that's a change for for me as well. Well, we're doing Brightspace, so to like upload everything and then figure out how to do it. So I'm trying to make mine so nice and perfect because I yeah. took these things. I did these programs over the summer. And I think that's a big big issue. We'll see how that works. All in all, though, the people there and everything are top notch. I there love it go. there. It's, uh, uh, I think it's my type of place. If that makes nice. Sense. And on my end, I have a new office in Hammond. So. That's things, good. Yeah. But moving is okay. Before we hard. <laughs> before we get into the sports aspect of this, I have a hot topic. Okay. Not hot topic, but just sports a or footy. It's no, a footy corner. This is none though. No, no. I said you said before we get into sports, you yeah. mean footy corner. Okay. Before we get into the footy corner, um, so let's say you have a single friend, right? Okay. And he goes on Tinder. Sure. He sees, he's scrolling, and he sees a picture of another one of your friends in the friend group 
with his girlfriend on Tinder. And it has the girlfriend. You know how Tinder works, right? It has her, her right, name and her right. age. But it's her and a picture of her boyfriend. And your friend, right? Your friend and his girlfriend posted something on Tinder and said, we are looking to add a little more fun in the oh, bed by adding God. another woman to the fun. We don't want anything serious. It's bananas. What's your opinion on this? What do you mean? On what? Well, if that's what they want to do, then, you know, that's fine. I don't what know. Would you, well, what, if, what if he sent you this text separately and was like, yo, look at this. But does the guy in the picture know? Because it says we want to look for something. Yes, yeah, he knows, but he never mentioned it to the group that they're doing this. Like, usually, if you're so in a friend's who group... Am I? This, am I the friend that found out? No, you just received a text. like From my friend. From your single friend that was roaming on swingers. Tinder. Well, I wouldn't that, be a swinger. That these guys are swingers. That Like, oh. another one of your friends. So, oh, let's say it's three like, friends in a group I mean, chat, okay. and, like, one of the friends is on Tinder. Why do I have to take what's, action? No, I'm just saying, like, what's your react? Like, is that, I'd like, like that's normal bananas. for you? Or? No, it's not normal. If you want, I mean, you'd be like, whoa, I didn't know they did that. I well, it depends who. Some people, uh, you'd be like, well, maybe they would, but I don't think many of my friends would, but it's possible. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. <laughs> it's picking up our noise. They might have <laughs> caught your whisper. Right? I don't know. The volume, we don't know what's going on today. The volume's bananas. Yeah, so, Hopefully but the, the you don't have an recording. opinion on that? That's wild. No, I don't, I don't know. Would you, what did you Depends ever? Depends who it is. So, here's a wild question for you, right off the bat. What if... Your significant other said she wants she'll add another girl. Would you be open to that? Oh man, <laughs> it's a trap, mate. Don't do it. It's a trap. That's what I say to all the lads. Yeah, you tell. Well, no, because it's possible it's a trap. So you're just like you gotta play it safe. Yeah, but deep inside, how do you feel? Eh, I don't know. I think it would cause problems. I, I'm, I'm not. No, I'm uninterested. Sorry. Yeah. If we, I, here's my, I feel like there'd just be like this whole. I, I don't know. Here's it my take. Be weird. Here's my take. I think if you really like someone else, whether you're a girl or a guy, I feel like you just want that moment. Yeah. Moment well, no, to just you too. Yeah. Am I yeah. right in assuming that? Right. Because you might even get jealous that she's messing with the other girl. You'd be like, what's this? I don't know if it's jealousy, but it's more of like, I feel like that is just, like, if you really like someone, that's well, just that's what I'm saying. You'd get upset. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So, yeah, of course. And then also, they you have to do with them probably being upset for a yeah. while or like that's that i mean it's that's a wild thing that got brought up today and we were shocked you you have some interesting friends mate that's all i gotta say that's all i gotta say now we're debating on whether we should like talk to him about it or just you know live our lives and then, but it's i mean you don't have to talk to that's him not being it. a swinger though a swinger is when two couples yeah they mix, switch i know but they just want to add a girl to the picture well they're it's in that category. I mean, I don't care what the name is, what the word is. I feel like this is an e-drama going on right now. I mean, should we tell <laughs> people? That? Should we not tell people? What is this? No, well, it's, just like, it's just funny. It's just a this funny is a thing. Funny corner. We would just obviously, dude. We just fuck around. Like right. it's just funny. Like it's just a funny thing that we all. <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah. I hey, mean, man. Some people are like that. It's not a bad thing. I'm just. I just wanted your take on it, just because it was. This is the first time this is. I've experienced this as mm-hmm. far as like a couple, a friend of mine is in a couple and like is doing this. It's just wild. Yeah, I, I agree. That and is. as bad as this sounds, or as weird as it sounds, if if like me and my significant other decided to do that, I'd probably mention it in the group chat. Be like, boys, what do we think? I mean, maybe it's a private matter for them. <laughs> That's wild. I mean, they would have mentioned it to you if it weren't private. I will. What again? Is this right. an e-podcast? Right. What's going on You're here? Right. I just wanted your take on it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. If right. That's what they want to do. 
I don't know. Some it, wild threesomes going on in this world. It's I mean, COVID, COVID surely world. I'll talk to my friends, behind, like, not behind their backs, but be like, did you hear about this? That's going to happen. Yeah. Talking to them, I'd be like, I don't know. We'd probably discuss. You think it's COVID getting the people's heads? Maybe they just, maybe that's just how they are. I don't know. Wait. By the way. How long have they been together? Two years. Mm. That's bananas. Two, two and a half. Well, maybe that's just what they, I don't know, that's weird. By the way, uh, this episode, we have the Mount Rushmore of COVID activities. Yes, so Things please that tune you in. do during COVID. Yeah, so maybe adding a third is one. <laughs> uh, so with that said, should we, let's get into the footy. We've been, we've been uh, waffling for about seven, eight minutes, which is fine. People may like it, but that I want cuts people's down takes on, on this one. Footy this is, I want people's takes on this. But we'll, we'll kind of roll through things. A lot of big news. Uh, first, we'll start with Champions League. Dilly ding, dilly dong. Bayern Munich winning it, one nothing over PSG. Kingsley Coman, the, the winner, former PSG uh, from Joshua Kimmich, on the, he got the assist there. Uh, Bayern is now unbeaten in their last 30 matches, and they've won 21 in a row, as you heard in the intro. Remember early in the year you mentioned, you know, before, I don't really want to get too much into the analysis of the match. I just want to ask you, you talked about Liverpool being the best team in a long time. Yeah. Would they even be the best team this season? This this Bayern team was absolutely bananas from the start to the finish. Well, they did get knocked out by Atletico, so I think Liverpool got knocked out pretty fair and square. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, sometimes teams get knocked out by someone, and you still think they're the better team. You know what I mean? So you think Liverpool is better than Bayern Munich still after this display? That I think they're on. better than Atletico. Well, yeah, okay. That's not the um, question. Better than Bayern Munich? Are, if they're both on their game... They could. They could be, yeah. I think so. Really? Yeah. So this is a Bayern Munich that beat Barcelona 8-2, beat Tottenham 7-2 this year. You guys have, have I'm sure. Last year we did the same thing to both those teams. Not, like, as bad, but, I mean, considering the circumstance we were doing against Barcelona, I'd say, like, that was pretty wild for nothing. And we'll get into it later, too. And I think think we beat Tottenham pretty, I mean, it it was 2-0, but I think they, they didn't have many chances in that game. And, and I mean, we'll get into it. Bayern might be the reason Messi leaves Barcelona. I mean, and Liverpool beat Bayern last year, and their team isn't too much different from last year. So you have to make the pick right now. Who are you going with? Inform Liverpool. Okay, I want to hear the listeners what, what you guys think. I think it'd be. Good I just think Barcelona is just very poor defensively right okay. now. Sure. I think a mix of age, lack of speed, and if if you're a defensive team that can't keep up with speed, I think you're going to suffer not only against Liverpool. But against a Bayern Munich, against a Manchester City, against these teams that will drill runners at you, which yeah. is where the modern game's heading. Again, towards. I think it's a it's a good debate between those two. Forget Barcelona. Just talking about the, you guys went on a big run earlier in the year. How many games was that? It was, it was long. Wow. Right? Well, yeah. How many? I don't remember. So this one's thirty unbeaten. That one was whatever a decent amount. Twenty nine wins, one draw in those thirty games. I mean, this yeah. team was bananas. Well, yeah, That's and, all I gotta and say. you know, but you also got to consider. I know this is very. Hypocritical of me to not hypocritical, but just kind of ignorant to say. But you know, I, I know a lot of people ripped on France too, and I understand two teams made it to the semis. But I don't think Germany is as good as England, so I think Liverpool's accomplishment is a little better. Okay, because I mean, there's I think for me there's a difference between a Crystal Palace. I'm not talking about accomplishment. Who's the better team? Right now, right. these two teams playing each other. Yeah, I think Liverpool, but you were talking about runs and how impressive Bayern yeah, was. And I think Bayern's is good. impressive. And I think you mentioned Liverpool's because it was you're comparing them. Right? Well, I'm just mentioning that both oh. went on long runs. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, but I'm saying I think Liverpool or any team in the Premier League with a similar run 
is more impressive because a Crystal Palace is better than, well, a Darmstadt. Yeah. Would you agree with that? Well, right. Pattern but I don't, but what I'm saying is I think what theirs was 30. Your guys was like, what, 20-ish? 20-something, yeah. 20, it was 20-something? Okay. So and the, the Anfield streak is still going if you're con- con- Well, yeah, I'm just talking way. about games Not overall. Champions League, obviously, but yeah. Okay. So, you know, I, I want to hear what the listeners have to say. I mean, we all, I think we already know what Jeff Paris is going to say, but I want to hear what some of the other lads are going to say. Uh, so what do you guys think? I think it's a good question to throw out there, good talking point. Now, let's talk about the game, Okay. Some people mentioned the game was was boring. I didn't. I don't agree. I thought, which, especially the first half, which game? Uh, the PSG Bayern oh, game that we're talking okay, about. Okay. I think it was actually pretty exciting for a zero zero in the first half. There were a lot of decent moments on both ends. Obviously, you didn't have the goals, but I thought overall it was a pretty yeah. decent match. Yeah, I thought it, like there was always like a bunch of chances. Neymar had a couple chances. Um, and Mbappe surprisingly blew a couple chances. We yes. saw, especially at the end. Yeah, that, that was, was pretty crucial. Yes, um, a lot of people on Twitter were saying Mason Greenwood would have finished that. Oh, <laughs> so really? apparently we're, con- we're comparing Mason Greenwood to Mbappe. Yikes! Um, but yeah, I think you know. Oddly enough, I, I I think I could confidently say PSG had their chances, and it was just they just didn't take them. Now, granted, I think Bayern played better, but I think PSG could have easily taken it to extra time or. Um, or even have won it if they had capitalized in, in those opportunities. What yeah, yeah. PSG had their chances. Bayern Munich ultimately coming away the winner. And, and, and we saw at the end of the match, Neymar was crying. Um, a, lot, a lot of people, I mean, obviously you always feel bad for someone when they lost the final, but he won one. I mean, it's not like Neymar's never won a Champions League. He won in 2015 when Barcelona beat Juventus 3-1 and he even scored, I believe, that game. He did, yeah. So do you feel bad for Neymar? I do. Because I think he's reached a point in his career. He he's someone that just generally lo- like loves to play, and um, like it meant so much for him to win the Olympics for Brazil. Like it was heartbreaking when he, remember when he got injured in the World Cup. Yeah. Um, like yeah, he won a, a a Champions League, but the reason why Paris got him and the reason and, and like his main goal in PSG wasn't to win a league title, wasn't to win their domestic cup, right? I mean, they had done all that before in Neymar for consecutive years. I mean, the whole project is similar to Man City's. It's built to win the Champions League. And when you get to the final, you know, after, you know, two years there, um, two, three years for Neymar, and, you know, you have a good team like this, it, it, I could see why it's heartbreaking. I think it, for him, you could say, oh, he makes so much money and, and he's won it. But, like, you know, at the end of the day, he's just a guy that loves the game. And he has so much money that at this point, money's – I don't think he cares about money. You know what I mean? He does a lot of good things with his money too. I think he generally just like loves the sport and wants to make his mark on the on the on the game, which is why I felt bad for him still, because it like it meant more to him. I mean, there are some PSG players that were just happy to participate, and I think it speaks volumes when one of your best players reacts that way because you see how much it means to him still after everything that he's accomplished in his career. Neymar tends to though be one for the theatrics. You know, you see like he rolls around on the ground a lot when he gets fouled. He's very so. So you think it's full emotion? You don't think any of it was? Hey, the camera might be watching. No, not one bit. No. Let me put my. I mean, no. he's acted. So <laughs> no, yeah, no? he's okay. acted, but I don't think so. I think that's just being harsh right. on, on Neymar. And I think when it's all said and done, I think a lot of the people that consider him a flopper will kind of take a step back and realize how fun he was to play. I'm saying when this is all done, how fun he is to pl- watch the play, and you'll kind of realize that. Hmm. A lot of the players that I really idolized or, or enjoyed watching probably did the same. 
Okay. Uh, Lewandowski, 55 goals in all competitions this season. Uh, you got to feel bad. I mean, he didn't score in this yeah. game, but you got to feel bad for the guy that the Bolandale almost, almost did. canceled this year because, yeah. I mean, it had to have been him in a runaway. What are you? I mean, do you think yeah. he would have won it? I, I think he would have, and it's just a shame because I think the Luka Modric thing was a bit of a fluke. Would you agree with right. that? That's been and nice. I think I think finally for someone to win it other than Messi and Ronaldo that actually deserved it would have been huge. Especially so that's someone why that's been good so long, right? And on a on a I don't know when Bayern's last you know Ballon d'Or was, but I mean it's a team that. Probably hasn't had one in a while, surprisingly, but I think it would have been cool. Had to feel good for him winning his first Champions League. He was actually yeah. on the other end of it in the heartbreak for Dortmund, I believe, in 2013. Yeah. Uh, so Lewandowski had 55 goals in all competitions, which is 16 more than the next one. The next person had 39. Can you name any of the other top five goal scorers outside of Lewandowski? In Europe? In all of Europe. Yeah, the top five uh, Euro leagues. Oh, top five leagues. Yeah. Being France, Germany, England, uh, whatever yeah. else. Yeah. Um, so Messi, he's not there. <laughs> Bananas in this year, just this year. Yeah, this year, all competitions this season. Oh, um, so who's that lad from Napoli? Mm. He, he was second. Syria, yeah, second. You want me to say who it is? Yeah, Immobile. Yeah, Syria Immobile. Yeah, was Ronaldo. 39. Ronaldo. Ronaldo was third with thirty-seven. Benzema. Nope. <sighs> the, the other two, one is has been in the Premier League, is now not. The other is just coming into the Premier League. The other is just coming into the Premier yeah. League. Like this transfer window. That's bananas. Kai yeah. Havertz? No, but you're close. So Chelsea guy? Team. Yeah. Who's the guy they got before? Why well, I'm kind of tired right now. Red man. Bull? Oh, um, Timo Werner. Yeah, Timo Werner at 34. Can you believe who tied with Timo Werner? He played in a final. Who? Romelu Lukaku. Oh. So uh, Lewandowski, 55, Immobile, 39, Ronaldo, 37, Lukaku, and Werner. Here's my question. Do you, would, so it, you're Arsenal. Yeah. Do you take Lukaku if he's there for $20 million? $20 million? Yeah. How about 50 Uh, No. Why? No, 50 Look what million. he's doing in Italy. Well, because of what you have. $20 is a bargain bin. 50 Now it's like, all right, that's kind of taking away from another position that you can buy. I feel like 20 I mean, you could do still you buy think, something else. Do you think if Lukaku comes back to the Premier League, he'll kind of prove people wrong in the sense where he'll have a good season? I don't think he'll score as many as he did at Inter because, as you said, the league isn't as good. But I think he'll – yeah, I think he's learned how to use his body. I mean, a lot of the goals you've seen him score for Inter, he's bodying people up, which actually takes us, I guess, to a good uh, transition. Uh, before we do, I want to mention a couple of things real quick. Did you hear about Marseille? No, they, oh yeah, they're so petty, dude. They were gonna ban PSG shirts during the final in their city center, but I guess the the ban got taken away wow. because it takes like their rights away. So yeah, also and um, they they put fireworks off when PSG lost. Yeah, and I guess some <laughs> PSG players were went on vacation uh-huh. and they were on a beach, and a Marseille fan flew a, 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 a helicopter, one of those planes with banners that said, "You will never win," like Unreal. Olympic Marseille. That's wild. That's bananas. Don't you think it's like a one-sided, like, I feel like PSG, maybe the diehards care, but like, yeah, right? Probably. I don't know. That's just way, I think you're taking it too far. Yeah. You need to worry about your own club. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't think, I don't even know if they made Champions League this year, so. That's a good question. I I, I think maybe maybe for sure Lyon and PSG, and I think there's only one more spot in that league, and I don't know if, I don't know if Marseille got it. Oh no, Lyon got seventh this past year. Oh, maybe I was mixing I think Marseille did get it. Okay. But still, come on. Great team with a great stadium. Obviously, wild fans. 
Oh, yeah. So uh, let's. So the perfect uh, transition was there with Lukaku. Europa League final, Sevilla 3, Inter Milan 2. Uh, it was 2-2 at half. Inter Milan had goals from Lukaku off a pen and Diego Godin. And Luke de Jong scoring a brace for uh, Two Sevilla. headers. Two yeah. headers. Wild. And then in the second half, an own goal from Lukaku scoring for both teams off a wild bicycle kick from Diego Carlos. Let me ask you this. Should Diego Carlos have even been on the pitch when that happened? Should he have been sent off earlier for the foul on Lukaku? I don't I'm not a big fan of, of early reds that are kind of questionable, especially in cup finals, because mm-hmm. it just ruins the whole game and whole skeptical. Uh, I don't even know what I'm going to say. Spectacle? Spectacle, yeah. So you, that's why I say I think the call the, the call that was made on the field was the right one, in my opinion. Okay. So, Also, backstory on this, I, we, we both had different winners in this mm-hmm. from the semis or quarters when we were predicting i said inter you said sevilla so congrats yeah. on that well at least we both got to the final right because yeah. we picked it in the semis yeah right so. i mean it was looking good for me too early on with the one nothing lead but thank god i didn't bet on it because i <laughs> sevilla sevilla dude not only do they always win but i know this happened against liverpool obviously this happened against inter i feel like they always go down early in those games too and then somehow they just fucking go on beast mode some sort of a resilient bunch cuz they've won europa six times so if you ever see them in the final just i mean bet bet for them cuz obviously they i won a bunch i wanted inter to win but i think the whole story with um, with jesus navas you know you know him, him growing up a Sevilla fan, right. and then leaving at an early age, mm-hmm. but then coming back and then winning it as a captain. I think that's a cool story. Ever Benega possibly retiring after that game, and then that head coach. Yeah, I, I didn't know anything about that, but apparently he's gone after this year. So, Ola Lopetegui. Yeah, I think there were a lot of good stories in that Sevilla bunch. That Did I you know that the U.S. Lopetegui offered himself to the U.S. and they said no. The national team. Himself. Yeah, that's what, that's bananas. This was in the news. Can you? Would you ever do that, mate? Would you, dude? Okay. How desperate do you have to be to go to the U.S. Soccer Federation <laughs> and say, "I want to be your manager"? Bro, imagine, if you used to coach in Spain, bro. Imagine your Real Sociedad's manager. Okay, this is. Do you know? Do you know he's the lad that coached Spain and Real Madrid? He was doing that at Real Madrid for like three days. Do you remember? They had a guy. For yeah, like two, yeah, that was him. Yeah. So here's my question for you. Yeah, you're manager at Real Sociedad, but you're like. Kind of want to go stateside back home. Mm-hmm. Would you ever just reach out to the U.S. and be like, "Hey guys, like I, I want to come"? Yeah, I mean potentially yes, but or is again, that a wild move I, to reach out to someone? I mean, again, he's, he has no ties. That's wild, it's bro. Julian Lopetegui, mate. So, like, let's say you just had the urge to move to France. Would you ever go to the France national team and be like, "Boys, I'm here"? If it's a higher step, then yeah. But like, mate, the U.S. versus any club team in Spain, I don't know about that. So that's I don't true. Know. Maybe, maybe he just wanted a good life for his family. I don't know. Good one for good one. Nice for life in Southern California, I guess, or, the, or, or Detroit. Oh well, did Jeff tell us how you feel about that? Yeah, Jeff that's Paris. wild. I don't know, but, Big but Detroit guy. But that game, I'll say that it was a wild match. It was worth the watch for those that watched it. I mean, yeah, uh, up and down. I was getting texts from you guys. I was getting texts from Steve. Shout out, to Steve. I know we said the PSG Munich game was was a good game, but I, I think the Europa final had a lot more to it. Than yeah. That. It was definitely better. I mean, it was so bananas because I was in a meeting at school and I was doing stuff. And so I was only able to catch the last 30 minutes. But man, my phone had like 115 texts from like the the group about, and they were all about the match. I was just like, holy shit. It was, it must've been bananas. Uh, Diego Godin becomes the sixth player to score in both a Champions League final and a Europa League final. Do you know any of the other five? I don't expect you to know 
a lot of them. I'll throw a few of them out. Alan Simonson. Wait, a Champions and Europa League yeah. final? Dmitry Alinichev and Alan Simonson are the two I don't expect you to get. So can you name the three others? I have scored in Champions League and, and Europa, Europa League finals. finals. Yes. Godin became the sixth. I'm going to throw out Joe Willick. No. I'm just joking. <laughs> um, although he is a Europa League finals goal scorer. That's true. He is. Um, two of them have... Well, I think maybe all of them in the Premier League, but two are very prominent in the Premier Michael League. Michael Owen? Nope. One of them just left the Premier League this year. Daniel Sturridge. You may not oh, know yeah. much about... I mean, he's gone to... I don't know what club he's joined. And he was a bench player this year. But I don't, dude, I honestly have zero. Pedro is one. Oh. Okay. Hernan Crespo is another. He used to play for Liverpool. Okay. And the other one's another Liverpool then. Torres. Nope. Torres has. No. Think about fuck? your Europa League game. Who scored for you that day? Daniel Sturridge. Who else? That was a bad day for me, man. I, t- I try not to remember it. Um, okay. Who else did score? Who else scored in that game that could have scored in a Champions League game? Maybe before that. A Champions League final. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. So it wouldn't have been someone that scored in the last final you guys had. I'll tell you that. It was the one before. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> the one before? Yeah. So the one against Madrid? Real Madrid. Oh, before. Before that, so 05. Before, yeah. Or 06, because yeah, we made yeah, it. No, yeah. oh, uh, there's 05, 07. 05? 05. Uh, Steven Gerrard? Yeah, it was Steven Gerrard. Was wow. The other one. I'm surprised you didn't get that one, mate. Yeah, that's why I played that stat up. But good stuff there. Um, yeah, you didn't. Yeah, Liverpool has four Champions League appearances uh, so far. I, I forgot about the one. I knew, 07? I knew about 05. I forgot 07. A lot of people forget about 07. It was Milan's redemption well, game. And I also <laughs> forgot about the one they lost to Madrid, so you should be happy about that. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. So, so let's jump in. You forgot about both the ones that we lost. I appreciate it. There you go. (laughs) You thought we were two for two. No, I, I, well, yeah, I guess so. (laughs) This one you always hear about, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. So, uh, let's go ahead now and talk about other things. Okay. So, that was it for those matches. Let's jump into the Premier League. The opening weekend fixtures were announced. We did call it on the show, right? As we called. Um, so somewhat. somewhat. Yeah, we, we did. We said, we said what was happening. I think I said it was going to be by Friday, but we anticipated Wednesday or Thursday. It was released on Thursday morning last week, I think a day or two after our podcast. Um, so here are the matches on the opening weekend. Palace hosts Southampton. Fulham hosts Arsenal. Liverpool's hosting Leeds. Tottenham hosting Everton. West Brom hosting uh, Leicester City. Newcastle at West Ham. Chelsea at Brighton. And Wolves at Sheffield United. While uh, Man United... Burnley, Man City, Villa are postponed because United and City are getting extra time off. Of those matches, which one are you? Uh, you think? I guess I wouldn't say most looking forward to because I mean, obviously, I know which match do you think is the best one on the docket? Um, the, I think it's between two. So I'm not trying to be uh, like biased, but I think Liverpool Leeds is a I good. Knew, I knew. Well, <laughs> I think it's because um, they kind of have a weird relationship between each other, and. I, I think any game with Leeds is the first game back is going to... So you could put them against, like, Southampton. I'd still say it. Really? Because I think... Well, a lot of people are like me in a similar sense. With, it's just exciting to see Leeds back in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. As someone like me that never was able to really see them in the Premier League and hear all these stories about them, I right. think it's really exciting. <laughs> that one... And then just for, like, the game-wise, Tottenham-Everton, probably. Yep. So I think it's really between those two. Uh, our intern will put a poll up. Those will obviously be two options. I think Sheffield United Wolves gets, like, a shout maybe for third. But really, the other ones for fourth? I you know, and, and the, the thing about the first week or two of this Premier League season, 
I think it's going to be wild. I think there are going to be a lot of upsets because um, with a shortened season, teams are going to be scrambling for transfers and a lot of players are going to be gone or in talks. And, you know, it, it's going to be a hectic first couple weeks, I think. Mm-hmm. Not only because of the, of you know, now we're kind of going back to transfers going on the first couple weeks, but also because of COVID condensing the off time. Yep. And so, like, more teams are without more players or, you know, it's just, it's going to be wild. It, it, it is nice that the first week, I think, doesn't see any, like, crazy good matchups because I feel right. like we're going to need that time. So. I'm, and I'm thankful that, for example, my club, for, for, for one, is pretty solid on their roster. Like, um, the only thing we're really considering doing is adding Tiago. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think we'll be fine the first week or two with or without him. All right, so everyone let us know what you guys think, what you're looking for in the first match of the season. I'm just excited that we're going to have Premier League, what, in two and a half weeks again? Yeah, and you know that what? Awesome. You know, I saw a tweet, and I agreed with it. So, you know, you're probably messy. I'll be bringing that up later. We'll, that's coming up okay. later. That's okay. coming up later. Uh, well, can so you put a thing say? saying that I wanted to mention something about it? Well, when we talk about Messi, you're, I'm sure you're going to say something about it. No? Well, but I just wanted to make sure I remember this. So can you just put a star on it? Okay, I'll put a star on it. Mate, I don't think you're going to forget about the Messi talk. Okay. No, no, no. It's not just Messy talk in general. It's just why. Right. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about some other things. Dean Henderson, uh, Man United boy that was on loan, has agreed to a six-year deal with Man United. I know you're a big Dean Henderson guy. You've been following the story very closely. Well, no, I did say he was no, going to stay. Yeah, I know, but this is your man. But he's kind of you're six- a bi- actually, you're a big Dean Henderson guy. Can you? I'm well, just so reporting what's happening. No, yeah, I know, but I feel like you really like Dean. You're Henderson. just trying to get a rise, man. He's <laughs> trying to compete with Gea for the number one position, and he's not going to go out on loan. Who do you think is going to win it? Yeah, you're right. I am a Dean Henderson guy. <laughs> Dean Henderson should be the number one. There it is. And Manchester United <laughs> should sell David De Gea. I know he's been, he's actually been around for a long time, and you could still get a good fee for him and buy other people. Sell his ass. That's my that's my comment. I agree with you. I think they should do that. It's, I mean, it's just smart sell business. David Dean De Gea, Henderson's good. Um, and then I think if you sell David De Gea, you make that move for Jaden Sancho. There you go. I See? think I think this is your one transfer window where you could finally bring him in. There's your money, and you didn't have to get rid of Pogba, who's done well with Bruno. Man, keep Pogba. We I should have... be there instead of the Glazers. Honestly, IMO. Uh, other news around the league: uh, Lewis Dunk has agreed to a five-year deal with Brighton. Uh, he was maybe mentioned, thought to be going to uh, Chelsea, staying with Brighton, keeping the captain's armband. What is your thoughts on that? You think that's a big? Uh, Big thing for Brighton to hold on to Lewis Dunk, who's getting a lot of chatter elsewhere. Maybe I don't know. I, I didn't. You know, I'm, dude, I, didn't I mean, that's the difference Brighton. between them being. I feel like they could stay up. What were his getting stats? Relegated. What were his stats? I mean, really, he was he was a solid defender. He actually had quite a few goals. He was oh. high on a lot of uh, fantasy teams, but he's a center back, the captain. I just think that if they lost him, despite and I think Brighton's made a couple nice moves that that we'll talk about, but bro, I'm not going to lie to you, I. I don't know really anyone on Brighton besides Jahan Baksh. Jahan Baksh. <laughs> um, okay. So, yeah, good on them for keeping Lewis Dunk. I don't know too much about him or them, but... Okay, so that's happened. Another team that retained a player, Newcastle. We talked about it earlier in the Joe Clinton? Year. They're keeping nope. Joe? <laughs> kept, no, they've held on to Matty Longstaff, actually. Oh, your boy. Was thought Friend to be of the pod. Elsewhere. Yeah. Um, apparently, Udinese had offered him 30000 a week. Which oh, yeah, was a, you mentioned this. Which was a bump from his eight fifty a week. 850 period <laughs> Excuse a week. No, imagine if he was just making 850 like enough for like a meal at nando's it'd be bananas a week yeah yeah i know so uh, but newcastle has has you know apparently they only have 400,000 to spend 
in terms of you know wages a week. And uh, I think that's put, enough to get put down a decent raise. So I, it was not disclosed, but I think it's good that they held on to Longstaff. I know we've talked about their takeover, and I'll mention a little bit later that it's come back up. But I think that's a key keep. You know, keep your younger players, and even if they sell, that, at least he's the not club, going for you know? free. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Maddie Longstaff stays uh, there. Doesn't his brother play for them? Or is he, he does, gone? but he's definitely not as good. So okay. we'll just call him Nathan Longstaff. Because we don't know his name. <laughs> I can't remember what it was. Chris? Oh, no. It's no. Chris. It's Chris. No. Uh, do we have to look this up? Intern. Maddie Longstaff brother. It's Chris. I found this on the web. Sean. Sean Longstaff. Wow. He, his first name is spelled like my middle name. That's are you, why. Are you excited about that? I don't know, man. Are they twins? Uh, I don't think so. No, okay. No, no, no. Uh, so he's saying they're pretty big stuff for them. Uh, speaking of Newcastle, so that would be the nice little transition there. Uh, apparently, the Premier League is leaving the door open for the Newcastle talks. Apparently, it's still alive. Um, they had a talk with Newcastle. I read an article uh, that said they discussed things, and apparently the Premier League said they have no problem with the takeover, and everyone is saying now that it's on our boy, MBS to decide he's not our boy mate <laughs> whether or not what well, you called him my boy last episode uh, it said that the Premier League has said that the door is quote unquote open for the bid to be resurrected for those that don't know MBS stands for Mohammed Ben Salman see you remembered okay you remembered the Newcastle United Supporters Trust had a 30 minute discussion with Premier League Chief Executive Richard Masters Dick Masters uh, and they were afforded the opportunity to ask a range of questions on the aborted bid uh, and apparently that that group was satisfied after meeting with him, and now they think the ball is in the Saudi court to resume talks. Um, and the Saudis claim that because of this uncertain time, they weren't going to go forward. So this this saga goes on. Do you think it's eventually going to happen? What's going to yeah. happen with Newcastle, man? Well, I think I think uh, M- MBS <laughs> is going to get him. <laughs> All right, uh, MBS on the run. Spain, uh, let's talk a little bit about international call-ups because Nations League is occurring. Um, And so because the Nations League... I didn't even know. So there's going to be actually international matches right before the season starts. Yeah. I'm not a fan of this. I know, but that's what's happening. So teams are calling players up. Did you hear about who Spain has... Oh, I heard England, and I... Fuck Southgate. We're talking about that next. That'll come up next. Did you hear about Spain, who they've called up? Please tell me they called Esco up. Well, I mean, uh, Isco, I believe, is already there. Like, uh, new people. Isco is, uh, oh, wow. Omitted. I don't see Isco. Yeah, he got omitted. Why did he get omitted, mate? This is bananas. I don't know. Was he injured? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, they've omitted Isco. And they've included, then, this makes it even more wild. Uh, (laughs) You're going to like this. Eric Garcia in back. The guy that died? Yeah, he's back. Ferran Torres, who just got the move to Man City, and Adama Traore has been called up to Spain. Oh, good for Adama Traore. <laughs> That's good. Didn't he just change allegiances, though? No, he's with... Oh, yeah, he again. changed to Spain. Yeah. Remember? So he's been called up. Your boy Ansu Fati has been called up for yeah. Spain. Doesn't sound Spanish to me. Uh, but there's no Jordi <laughs> Alba. Adama Traore. Yeah. No, no Jordi Alba and no Atletico players. Taking the whole France thing, I think, huh? Maybe. It's a um, new... Uh, New approach. How do you feel about that no Jordi Alba? I think it's he's getting old. 
You think okay. he's getting exposed? And no Atletico players. Surely you like that one. Yeah, that's a good move by them. Yeah. No Atletico. Fuck so, Atletico Madrid. Yeah, the, you know, you said we said that they don't have Isco. So let's look at the midfield. He's considered midfield, right? I mean, yeah, be a attacking mid. Yeah, they have Fabian Ruiz, Thiago Alcantara, Sergio Busquets, Rodri, Mikel Marino, Danny Olmo. Who the fuck is Mikel Marino? He's from Real Sociedad. That's why I don't know him. Danny Olmo, he's the lad from Leipzig that scored in the Champions League semifinals, okay. if you remember. And Oscar Rodriguez from Leganes. <laughs> Oscar who? Rodriguez. Oscar Rodriguez got called up ahead of Isco. That's wild. So did an Adama chair. Oh, man. This is banana. So I, I mean, everyone there wild. you can make a case for, but Oscar Robertson. Or <laughs> it's Oscar Rodriguez. That's wild, dude. Yeah. Over Isco? Yeah. That's gone by their manager. Who's their manager? Um, That's a good question. Their manager is Luis Enrique. Certified clown. And, and you'd think, oh, are they going to play some trash teams? No, they're going to go play Ukraine and Germany. I'd say Ukraine's trash. Okay, but they're playing Germany, and this yeah. is their team. Are they going to lose? I hope so. They're playing Germany on September 3rd. They host Ukraine on September 6th. These guys play in the Premier League on September 12th. That's bullshit. So let's talk about English. What, before I get into English stuff, what are you upset about? Jack Grealish? Yeah, that's okay. absurd. So apparently he's been left out because um, Southgate says he's a wing. He considers him on the wing, which I think is wild. Um, so he says that the wing spots are pretty well covered. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you consider him as a ten? I only think one English player is better than Jack Grealish. That's Raheem Sterling. Okay, that's it. It overall. Yeah. Overall. Yeah. Really. Hmm. Hmm. Who's better than him? Uh, isn't Harry Kane considered to be better than him? I don't think so. Really? I think yeah. Well, that's give fine. me another one. I don't know. I have to see who's on their team. I don't know who's on the <laughs> roster, mate. But anyway, All right. I, mean, I, I agree. I, I mean, I, I'm telling you that I don't agree that he shouldn't be there. Do you think James Madison's better than him? Hmm. It's, uh, I don't know. No. Phil Foden's on there. Do you think Phil Foden's better than Jack Grealish? They're both good. That's been it. I don't think he's better than That's that. been it. I think he's better than Harry Winks. You need a word with yourself, I think man. he's better I than... Have a I think he's better than... In the mirror hold tonight. on. I, listen, I'm saying they're... That's, com- I said they're comparable. No, Do you not, not listen. They're not comparable. How are they not comparable? How are they good? comparable? They're both are we good. we going to compare Messi with... with Tawal Yusuf? Okay. Because that's <laughs> not the gap that these two have. That is not the gap that these two have. Salal Yusuf is a made-up person. <laughs> Speaking of which, Dean Henderson, my boy, is a goalkeeper on this on this team. But let's look at the midfield. They've yeah. selected Foden. They selected Mount, Calvin Phillips, Declan Rice, James Ward-Prowse, Harry Winks. Harry Winks made it. But Harry Winks is a – I mean, they're looking at defensive mids, I suppose. But I figure Declan Rice is probably the better. Eric Dyer didn't make it? Eric Dyer is a defender. Oh, he made it? Trent, Eric Dyer, Joe Gomez, Michael Keane, Tyrone Mings, Kieran Trippier – Kyle Walker. I agree with all those defenders. And then up forwards are Tammy Abraham, Mason Greenwood, Danny Ings, Harry Kane, Marcus Rashford, Jaden Sancho, Raheem Sterling. I think the reason why they'll the actually do well is because I think defensively they're, they're solid. Yeah. It'll be it'll be fun to see how some of these games might be fun. Then. And I think, Who knows? I think, you know, you have a couple of players up there with, that are very creative and can produce. So, so interesting. this gets brought up because Harry Maguire was taken out of yeah. it because he got into a fight in the Mykonos in Greece. Yeah, um, we're doing roadman things. He uh, well, it was alleged apparently that um, that his sister got drugged by an Albanian lad, 
That's what oh. he claimed. Did you hear about that? No. No, you didn't hear this. No. So he claims that there are claims on the defense. I won't say he claimed. The defense, him and his two friends or three friends that got arrested, claimed that, you know, someone injected her. She passed out. He got upset. Then someone else kicked them around and said he won't be anything good or something at United. And then he... I think he got, I don't think he got mad at that, to be honest, because if that did it, that's not good. But if it was, if it really was his sister and that happened, I, I mean, I could kind of see what, why it went down. But like, again, you're like, a big player. You don't want to do It doesn't make that. sense. I'm not doubting his credibility, <clears throat> but why would they drug his, his sister right in front of Harry Maguire? That's just bananas, isn't it? Maybe they tried to sneak it and he caught it. I don't know. I'm not sure, but he's been given a suspended prison sentence of 21 months and 10 days because he was found guilty. So that's my question for you. So what's going on here then? And if, he... So it's for uh, uh, aggravated assault, resisting arrest and, re- arrest, and repeated attempts of bribery because bribery, he apparently asked them, do you know who I am? He, he played that card, but then his defense says he did. So again, this is one of those alleged situations. So he's fucked. So he's not going to be playing this season. Well, I, well, no. Harry Maguire's in jail. No, he's appealed. No, he's appealed it. They got him out of there. He's going to play. Is he in England? He's going to play. Yeah, he got moved out, but he's appealing it. So I don't know. We're probably going to hear more over the next few days. I heard they like sent him to some island prison. <laughs> they did for like a day or two, but his is they got him out eventually. I think he's going to be playing, and, and Man United is keeping him as the captain. So. There are all these wild rumors. You heard one that Bruno went to pick him up, that Alex Ferguson had called the Greek police. I mean, this is bananas. Uh, either way, if you're a big I'm time... I'm pretty sure Sir Alex Ferguson did do that, though. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I saw a tweet about that. I did, it too. from a check mark. Yeah, I mean, I did, too, but some of these things are bananas these days. Uh, again, crazy things going on. Who knows Do you what think really he happened? should be captain? I, see, here's the thing. Obviously, you kind of feel bad if the situation got like that. But again, if you're the captain, you're not putting yourselves in these kinds of situations where you've got Albanians coming after you. You know, this isn't. <laughs> what do you mean? That's what happened to Utsal. I mean, and, this all went friends. from. Well, yeah, but this all has gone from <laughs> the Albanian mafia. one situation to literally the script of Taken. It's like, <laughs> like they pulled it out. I, I don't know. Is it real? Is it <laughs> not of any player in the Premier League to do it to it's Harry Maguire. Right. I mean, it's it's been a bit of a banana situation. Um, Harry will make another uh, appearance later in the show. I don't, I don't know. Well, well, listeners, what are your thoughts? Please let us know at the Footy Corner too what you think about this Harry Maguire saga. Lastly, before we get to the transfer corner, because um, I've decided let's move that up, and then we'll do the okay. comments before the nonce, because those always went together. Did you hear about Daily Blind? Uh, back in Ajax? Yeah. What happened? Oh, you didn't hear about this. So they had a preseason warm-up against Hertha Berlin on Tuesday, and I don't know if you heard he had like a bit of a heart problem that they oh, diagnosed I've in heard December. About it, yeah. So they put in an implantable cardioverter defibrillator. So I guess that's uh, supposed kind to... Kind of a pacemaker? Uh, I think it goes off if your heart goes irregular and it uh, fixes your beat. So that oh, like wow. if you're going to have an yeah, attack that, oh, wow. or if you're going to have an incident, um, that it saves you apparently yeah. immediately rather than having to do the defibrillator. Well, in a match just this Tuesday, which was yesterday... Um, his implanted heart defibrillator went off, like as in it, you know, it, uh, after the, it said that Blinn sat down when the device went off, but was able to walk off the pitch to be substituted in the 79th minute. Uh, the ICD went off and right after that he was fine, but leading up to it, he kind of had a little moment. So, uh, wow. Thankful that he had that in there. Otherwise uh, they might've had that's to That's a big him. time for, um, uh, what you call it for sports in general yeah there are a lot of players in the past that have passed away from that uh, irregular mm-hmm. heart um, 
Yeah, that's wild. If you're daily blend, do you consider retiring? Maybe. Yeah, I think you can. Scary moment. Yeah, I think I would. I, you know, he's had a good. He's had a great career. Oh, absolutely. He could. I think he's someone that could even go into coaching. Yeah. Like his father. His father's a coach. Yeah, I think for for the sake of your family and just your health, I think it's probably the best idea. I don't think he has much to prove. Even if you love the sport, I think you love your life and your family maybe a little bit more. I agree. I think that takes priority. Um, So let's go ahead and jump to the trades for again. That's. Big in uh, the medical world. So that's huge. Absolutely. That's good to hear. Yes. Kind of throwback to. Nori. Yeah. That's, I mean, I don't think it was heart. Maybe? I don't know. He had a seizure, I think. Uh, I know. I I don't know. But it's, yeah. yeah. I mean, he was going to be good, too. That's wild. Yep. Sad, sad stuff. So we'll see what happens there. Transfer corner. uh, Not, so I'm going to list the official stuff. And we have a lot of other speculation to talk about. So the official transfers that occurred, Anthony Robinson from Wigan to Fulham, 2 million pounds. Very cheap deal. American International. Going to the Premier League. Fulham tends to get those American internationals, so I thought that was a pretty smart move. Jeff Hendrick from Burnley to Newcastle on a free, so I think Newcastle did a little bit of a good stuff there. Brian's boy, Martin Montoya, leaving the Premier League from Brighton, going to Real Batiste in an undisclosed fee, so we don't know what it was. And just official today, Ben Chilwell going from Leicester to Chelsea for £50 million. Uh, so, you know, just four transfers there on the list. What to you, in terms of value, in terms of player, jumps out to you? Um, and I know you'll probably talk about Ben Chilwell, but the other ones, of those three. I think Jeff Hendrick good? is the best grab uh, for Newcastle. I think he's a really good player, a good leader in the back. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've noticed. Um, if there's anything I know about defending, which is slim, um, is that the best ones tend to be great visionaries and command commanding from the back. And I think... The times I did see Burnley, Jeff Hendrick was that guy. So I think that's a, a really good grab. So, yeah, I, I think it was a good one, too. Ben Chilwell, $50 million. We talked about this on the show last week, so we don't need to exhaust it. It is lower than the $70 million we discussed. So now $50 million, how do you assess that transfer? Um, I think it's better. I think it's. I don't think it's a bad transfer, necessarily. I still think they overpaid about, like, 5 to $10 million for him. Mm-hmm. I think I'd probably value him at, like, 40 uh, maybe even 35, more more, more in the 40 or 30. Yeah, 35, 40. But um, I obviously think his price was inflated because he is, well, English. Um, I think they could have gotten better for that talent, maybe from another country or, or whatnot. But I guess they got their guy. Chelsea's always known for getting a random-ass overpaid English player every once in a while. And I think this is, this is one of them. You think he'll be better than Danny Drinkwater? No. Really? Well, yeah, he'll be better. Danny I think, Drinkwater didn't do bro, shit. You could, yeah, you could play a minute and be better than Danny Drinkwater. <laughs> so, yeah, he'll be better than Danny Drinkwater, but I don't think he'll be, like, he'll be impactful. That makes sense. Brian agrees with you. No way Chilwell is worth what Leicester's asking for him. They're inflating the price because Chelsea have money to spend. Chelsea should go for, I guess should have gone for, is what he's going to say now. Tagliafico, Alexandro, or Tellus? Yeah, you're pausing. Um... Yes? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll see how he, how he fares out. I don't, Tagliafico, I know there's a lot of talk about him. Is I haven't it, seen him. Who's he replacing? Him. Who? Is he replacing Marco Alonso? Is that who's playing? That's left? what I think so, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's definitely not Dave. Yeah, well. So, Dave, be the other side. Dave might have to play center back this year. Well, Dave's also injured from the uh, Oh, Dave's final. injured. He got hurt in the final. I don't know what his status is now. Well, I mean, they need they need defensive help. So And Conte might be on the way out, too, I hear. 
Yeah, we'll see what. Well, they have a lot of incomings. We'll talk about them. Well, we'll talk about those incomings in a second. I want to talk about this one. This is the big saga going on. Big breaking news the past day and a half. Here, I put a star next to it. The Messi saga. You wanted to say something before we get into it. What was it took us say? all of around 50 minutes to I talk know. about Lionel that's, Messi. That's why you keep the listeners listening okay, to see when so, Messi comes up. Um, wow, what do you think about this? I mean, he's informed Barcelona, for those that somehow don't know. Right. Because even Sports Center broke it. Soccer news. <laughs> yeah, it's bananas. Um, that... He's informed Barcelona that he wants to leave this summer because his contract is up, mm-hmm. and for Barcelona to get anything, they gotta sell him. So, what do you, what's your take on all this? This is why. Where should he go? What's the best move for him? Well, what do you think? So here's my take on the Messi saga. When we first talked about it, I mean, I think the idea of it came up three, four, five days ago. Maybe even after our podcast recording. I think I talked to you about Maybe uh, he's not happy. Like he's doing one of his <laughs> But little, there's all those stories. That, right. Uh, you know. And I'm, I'm like, oh, he's probably doing one of those shit fits. Remember when he, like, Argentina. Uh, was he it Copa America? He missed the pen. In the Copa America final when they lost to Chile in 2016 or whatever it was. Something like that, yeah. Dude says... I, I'm not playing anymore for Argentina. I'm retiring from international. And then he came back. So I'm like, okay, he's having one of his shit fits. Just give it a week or two. He'll be like, I'm coming back to Barcelona. I got one year left on my contract. But now right. we're hearing he's he's uh, wanting to leave. There are now protests outside the Camp Nou. This is bananas. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I guess my only thing is now I think it's going to happen. You're hearing about Bartomeu. He's been on Nance of the Week quite a few times, the president of Barcelona, potentially leaving yeah, uh, apparently he was crying. I, you know, who knows what he's doing? Uh, again, I don't think many teams can afford Messi. Is what it is. There are talks that he's going to buy himself out and and go for free. Well, yeah, but you still have to pay him, and he gets almost a million a week. So you're looking at uh, Manchester City. You're looking at PSG, and maybe. I mean, maybe Inter, but honestly, I think it's between City and PSG. I think they're the only teams that can afford him. Uh, they're the only teams so, that figure this shit out. If there's talk United, apparently, is talk to him. But I think, honestly, you want to know my truth? Honestly, I think Jeff Paris, when he called it months ago, was right. I think he's going to be a Manchester City player. Do, you do, think I, that's think, the, do you, I think that's a good move? No. What do you think is the good move? I think the good move for him would be go to, P, to, go to PSG because I think he'll still be – not that he won't be God's status. I mean he always will be. Yeah. But I think the league suits him. And I think we talked about this before in, in personal chats. The league in France suits him more. He could go do his thing. In England, I think he's going to get bumped around a lot, especially at his age. And he's going to miss quite a few games. Sergio Aguero, his own countryman who's getting up there in age, has missed so many games – uh, because of definitely that physical a, aspect. Yeah. And is, I would say, a little bit more physically strong than Messi, too. So Yeah. Um, so how about yourself? I think you, you agree, because we've talked a lot about that. Yeah. What are your thoughts on this? Do you think he'll go to City? So, I, you know, it's looking like that, because obviously Pep is a manager he enjoyed playing under. And the system that Pep won was solely based on Messi, but... This is too late in your career to play that same type of soccer because back in the day, he was younger, could take a couple of nicks to the, to the leg and be fine. I think at his age, you know, he's recently has been getting injured a, a little more too, just playing in La Liga. So I think, I, I do think he'll go to City just because of Pep and, you know, it's probably the most comfortable place for him to, to go to as far as like who you have to deal with and stuff. Um, I think the best move for him would be to stay. You know, I think if you're a one-club guy that implants your legacy in the sport a little bit more, 
And um, I think Barcelona need him to stay because I think they need to they need him to stay and just say, look, you've pretty much won, right? You're not going to win anymore. They're <laughs> not much at all. I think they need to transform that whole team, bring a new wave of young players, and they all need to listen to Messi. And maybe PK, I don't know. But they need those guys to kind of be what, like, you know, I hate bringing in another sport, or if you don't know hockey, Taves and Kane. Mm-hmm. Like, you need those veteran guys. You know, you could bring up youth, and they could have all the talent in the world, but they need good direction under players that have been there, done that. I think Messi could do that for them. So I think his best thing for club and himself would be Barcelona. Um, I agree with you. If you were to move, I think PSG would be – can you imagine that if you went to PSG? You know what their front three would be? Neymar, Messi, Mbappe. Mbappe. You could even play (laughs) Di Maria behind them. I mean, that's wild. Yeah. I mean – Then they get a really good shot winning Champions League. Then surely win Champions League, yeah. I I agree with you. In the Premier League, there's no doubt in my mind, when healthy, I think he'd be Messi. But how long can you be Messi for in that league? Yeah. You know? He, your goal, your aim is to win Champions League. He won't make it to the Champions League final. He'll be injured for that, dude. We all know, or be playing very nicked up, and you know he's useless at that point. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, because usually with the Champions League, you have time to recover before that final, right? So, but still, I mean, like if I'm it's sure a bad City's in a situation. I don't know if they'll get. I mean, I think he'll have a lot of kicks and bruises. They're in that situation. I think they'd rest him unless the league is still on the line. And um, as far as what teams you could go to, maybe you could. I don't know how much how much he'd go for, how much the transfer budget would be, but I don't think weekly wages would be a problem. Just because, look, you bring you bring Lionel Messi to your team. You know how. High your popularity, right. your sales of course. go up. Of course. I think he himself is free when you when you like his wages are free when he comes because you get that in return just based off jersey sales and and not just his jerseys but you have like these random guys in like whatever country you know, oh Messi plays there so many you know you have fans of the sport that just follow Messi mm-hmm. you know what I mean he's one of those guys so you know I I hope he goes to like an Inter that would be fun but. Unfortunately, I think he's going to City. I say unfortunately because I don't think it's, I don't think it's the right move, and it's just going to hurt his, his legacy. Putting that aside, wouldn't it be exciting though? You know, I know no. you don't like City. Oh, yeah, yeah. How excited would you be no. to be able to watch him week in and week out? In the, I, I know. Yeah. Again, I know it's a different thing. Putting that aside, wouldn't it be exciting though? Yeah. I think it'd be awesome. I kind of part of me is kind of hoping it happen, hoping it happens because I want to see Messi him in the Premier League. Really? Yeah. And you know what? That's why I think it would impact because I think Messi at 27 would dominate the Premier League. I don't think he would do that now. Maybe he will, but not as good as he would be. So I think he'd get discredited a lot because people would go, oh, well, look at Ronaldo. Ronaldo did when he was like 24, right? 23. He might prove us wrong, though. We, you never know. He, he, still might. Has, he still has those moments. Like, for instance, that, that play against, was it Napoli where he fell down, got up? Fell, yeah. I mean, it was a physical kind of moment right. in play. He, he had the strength to get through that. Uh, but I, yeah. yeah, but as far as you're saying, like, yeah, I think it'd be exciting. I want all the talent to come to the Premier League. I mean, that's the right. league I watch uh, every weekend. So, I mean, even when Fulham got linked to PK, we don't know how good those rumors are, but I got excited. I was like, you know what? That's another good player, whether he's kind of washed up or not, that you'd see in the Premier League. Like, that. that's just, it's crazy to think that every team, like, even a Fulham, 
is Gerard Piquet. Like, you know, what, what, <laughs> you, you run into Crystal Palace next thing you know, and who do they have? I mean, like, geez, you know, yeah, it's they, wild. They've been, they've been trying to get him. I don't know if they'll get him. That would be interesting. But, but I'm just saying, like, it's, it's, it's cool to see right. these players. So Thiago's we'll, coming over. It's cool. So, yeah, we'll mention. So I want to hear what your guys' thoughts are. Messi, where should he go, right? What, what, should, we, should our intern send a poll and yeah. put teams, or should we just leave it open? We'll do poll and then, and then other. We'll do another option. So let us know where you think Messi should go, where you think he'd thrive in. You can send us comments. Where can they do that again? At the footy corner, too, on Twitter. All right, let's talk about transfers that are— I, One last question in regards to that. They, okay. If City get Messi, do you think they win Champions League and the Premier League? Or I have what do to you think they how, win? I have to see how everything goes in this transfer window. So just their team right now, but add Messi. And every, but what's everyone else doing? Champions League. Will they win Champions League? Um, I don't know. Bayern is is very good. And even within our own league, they have to overcome Liverpool, a 33-point gap. Or no, it got less than that. What was it? 20-something by the end? And have to overcome Chelsea making all these moves. You know, so... And an up, even up and coming the league, United. And then go to the, yeah. And, and then look, you know, look outside of the league. I think La Liga is going to be a bit on a down, downturn. Yeah. But, yeah, you still have some other strong teams. Italy's kind of coming up. You got I PSG. Guess really? Yeah. PSG. You're going to have to look out for PSG and Bayern, of course. I think PSG, I think this loss away. is going to, it's going to do something to them. I feel yeah. like. So, so. so we'll see. I guess we'll see how things plan, pan out there. But let's talk about some transfers. My ITK say they are done. They weren't on that list. But these, I'm telling you right now, guys, these are finished. Uh, Tiago Silva to Chelsea. Yeah. Center back. They're getting him on a free. It will be announced tomorrow. I have many ITKs that say for sure tomorrow. The only thing that's crazy about this, I think it's a shrewd move. We talked about it. It's pretty good. The only thing that's crazy that I've heard, and I don't think it's going to happen, is apparently Frank Lampard might give him the captain's armband. (laughs) That's bananas. Why would you do that? Well, I'm looking at that team right now. Well, Dave's the captain. I think you. I think you got to keep Dave as your captain. I agree. But I agree. if Dave's dead or gone, I think you definitely give it to Thiago. Silva. It's like an alternate. I agree. I think, but uh, but Dave, and you can't just strip Dave of the captain. But yeah, look, nothing. Look, this is kind of bad to say, but I think when you go into a team like Chelsea or any team in England, English is the primary language spoken, and I think communication right. is very big in leadership. Whether you're a manager, or captain, mm-hmm. you've seen that firsthand with Unai Emery. Um, he stinks. Look, if, if Thiago Silva knows English, that's awesome. But if he doesn't, it's going to be hard making your captain someone that can't communicate as well as you want to. Right. Of course. So, yeah. So, Thiago, Thiago but Silva. But, yeah, that's a great move. Silva. I think anyone in the Premier League would take Thiago Silva on free. I think that's a great move. Another move that is uh, going to happen, it's just a matter of time. It's actually been confirmed by the team transferring. Rodrigo. Have you heard about this? The striker, the striker from Valencia yeah. is going to Leeds. That's done. That, wait, I did not know that. Yeah. That's awesome. The twenty-one year, the twenty-one year, twenty-nine year old striker must still undergo, undergo a medical, but he's set to become the latest player to leave Valencia due to the Spanish side's perilous financial position. The Valencia Twitter itself has have tweeted that we have reached a preliminary agreement with Leeds this Tuesday for the transfer of footballer Rodrigo Moreno at the expense of completing all the documentation and formalities. So, barring a failed test. Uh, it's done. They sent. They even sent a thank you, Rodrigo, message. That's exciting. I think uh, that's a great lead for Leeds. Really, that's huge. We always talk about what striker are they bringing in, and they missed out on Cavani. But I think this is a heck of a. This signing. might be even better. I mean, he's pacey. He can finish. I think he's decent in the air. Um, 
physicality is going to be tested, but this is going to be interesting, I think. Good, good week Definitely for Definitely going to be starting for Leeds. So. Yeah, it's a good week for them because their midfielder, we talked about Calvin Phillips, he got called into the England also, squad. Also, you forgot to bring up the star that I wanted for Messi. How no, I talked, that's the first thing I said, mate. No, I know, but the thing I wanted to bring up, I thought Peter Crouch tweeted this. That's the, mate, that's the first thing I said. I said, here you go, tell us what you want to oh, say about bad, the Messi bro, star. Oh, my bad, bro, my bad, bro. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. What are you going to say? How wild would it be that Messi finally comes to the Premier League and there are no fans at the stadium to watch? Oh, that'd be bananas. I mean, you'd think at some point they're talking about it on October first. I don't think it'll happen that soon, but I think by November. I mean, have fans. even if you do have fans, it's going to be partially filled, right? Yeah. So that's that's wild, man. And to think that Leeds's return, you won't see Elon Rhodes sold out. I mean, yeah. that's that sucks. But man. at some point, I think before the end of the season, you will see these full. I hope so. I think so. Uh, especially because Europe has, is doing much better than we are uh, at these things. Let's talk about another one. So, Rodrigo. Do you know Rodrigo actually played in the Premier League 10 years ago? Who did he play for? Um, I'm Who trying to remember. For? I think it was Stoke. Uh, <laughs> what? It's been almost a decade since Rodrigo first played in the Premier League. He spent, oh, sorry, a season on loan at Bolton in 2010, where he scored one time in 21 appearances. Hoping, I guess, this one's a little better than that. That's wild. <laughs> so... So, Ten years ago was two, 2010. So, yeah, Thiago Silva to Chelsea, Rodrigo to Valencia. Another one that's kind of – I mean, I know it's low-rated low or whatever, uh, but it's done pretty much uh, barring what I've heard from my ITK's a, an unforeseen U-turn. Apparently, Fulham is agreeing to terms on uh, Lamina, uh, Mario Lamina. Lamelo Ball? No, yeah, Lamelo Ball. The lad from <laughs> Southampton. Remember, he moved there from Juventus. Oh, so hasn't really done much there. He moved for fifteen point five million to where to uh, to uh, Southampton back in twenty seventeen ish, I believe. Um, and now he's on his way to Fulham. So they get Mario Lamina. He's, he's you know a defensive midfielder kind of guy, um, but he had been loaned out to Galatasaray, I think. So that's probably why we hadn't seen him. Another one that's pretty much done and dusted. Crystal Palace have agreed to a sixteen million pound fee with QPR for. Ebrechi Ebrechi Eze. Have you heard of him? No. So he's a really good winger out of QPR, I guess. Um, and his his fee could rise up to $20 million. I think they're looking for replacements for Wolf Zaha. You know, let's look out for a Zaha transfer now that they've gotten this Ebrechi Eze. And, and watch him. Palace making some moves. Uh, so I, I'm guessing you don't really have a comment about him. Palace is also amongst three teams with Villa and Fulham. We talked about this earlier, but they've been added to the bunch looking at Ali Watkins. Out of Brentford, I think he's going to leave there. Uh, let's get to one that you're probably more interested in. The fans are the, the listeners are interested in Ancelotti, right? Uh, we talked about last week how he's looking at Allen and Decore. That hasn't changed. Do you know who he's added to the list? Who he's looking at now? These now the ones I'm talking about are just rumors. These are not done deals. Um, he's looking at them now. Apparently, Everton looking at James Rodriguez. Ancelotti's looking for a return. If you remember, he's the one that brought him to Real Madrid. He brought him to Bayern with him, and he wants him at Everton now. What are your thoughts on uh, James? They're talking about either loan or purchase, and I think, honestly, on the 1-10 to 10 meter, I think it's about a 7.5 that will happen. Uh, what are your thoughts on James at, at Everton? Like I said, <laughs> that's uh, bananas. That's wild. Um, I think that's that's exciting. That'd be great. Um, it'd be interesting to see how he does in the Premier League. Yeah, that'd be really. Uh, that's a something I never really envisioned. He never seemed like someone that would be in the Premier League. But I don't. Where is he at now? Um, I think he's still with Real Madrid. 
Okay, yeah. Yeah, but he's yeah. just been loaned out a bunch. Yeah. I mean, he, he hasn't done much, though, since really leaving Port. Like, you know what I mean? I don't think he's done much in his club career. So he I had, think a, good, well, a, good he had a good first season with Real Madrid. And right. And after that, it was just... Yeah, I think it'll be interesting to, to maybe be able to see him. Uh, apparently, Aston Villa is looking at uh, Kieran Trippier. Uh, oh, well. I might try to make a bid for him. Now, that one I wouldn't put high on the list. I've just heard a couple of ITs talking about it, but again, the chances are not very high for that. But how intrigued would you be to see Trippier back in the, uh, Premier, League. To back in the Premier League? Spend time with, what, Burnley and Tottenham? Respect to Kieran Trippier for just kind of like being a He just was like, fuck this, man. I'm just going to go to like Atletico. Yeah, yeah. He wanted to go abroad. I think I respect that. You do? Yeah. All right. Uh, and uh, I thought this would be a fun one to, to share. Wolves claim that they will listen to offers for Adama Traore, but their minimum asking price is £70 million because he has three years left on his deal. The the ITK articles I cited talked that said that uh, both Liverpool and Man City inquired, but once they heard that price, they stopped. What are your thoughts on seventy million for Adama? Tra- I wouldn't get him for seventy million. I don't think any of those teams need him. Right. Um, I don't know. As far as price, I think yeah. I think if you're going to get someone to get him off your hands, I think he's very valuable. So yeah, they would have to overpay for him. I mean, he's now a Spanish international. So right. Um, I think. I think it makes sense. I think he's he's going to stay there. <laughs> okay. And before we finish off. Uh, one that you're very familiar with, Thiago to Liverpool. Um, pretty much now that Bayern has won, they can start discussing. So look for those talks to and elevate Liverpool got five week. million because of that. Yes, yes. So we'll, and just, we'll, give right ba- we'll yeah. just give it right back to uh, to you guys. There you go. So there's that. Any other rumors that you want to discuss that you've heard of that are big? Some crazy stuff. Uh, we'll bring next week. I have a feeling that between now and next week, we're going to have some big moves coming in. Oh, wow. Big officials, I think. Oh, yeah, West Brom in for Thomas Muller. Wait, what? Yeah. No, you're making that up, mate. <laughs> you are. Okay, we're moving uh, this, yeah. is, we're gonna, this is what the problems with the ch- Now our credibility goes down the shit <laughs> because you mentioned some banana shit. At least the stuff I said. Why is that rumor come inspiration on, on so, football Twitter? Look for the stuff we talked Obviously, the ones I mentioned at the beginning were done, and yep. the ones I mentioned right after that outside, after we talked about Messi, like pretty much done. And then uh, I'd say once we got to the talk about uh, Ali Watkins and James, that's where it was speculation. So we haven't gotten that. All right. With that said, let's go ahead and uh, let's get to our comments. It it got a little heated in our comments section this time. Well, I don't think – well, this one wasn't heated. um, But a little bit of a disagreement amongst Liverpool lads. You and Steve might have a talk here. Steve says, I'm sorry, but I had to stop my run. When I heard Arnie say that KDB isn't in his lineup in a final, an underperforming KDB is still better than 95% of the players in the world. What are your thoughts? What's your mention to Steve there? Um, I just said I wouldn't play him in a, I mean, in a final. And I, I, I agree with him on I'd play him in a final. I'm not sure if an underperforming KDB is better than 95% of the players in the world, but no. I would put him in my lineup. In a final. I disagree with that. I would um, play him. He's um, in my lineup. He's not in mine. I start other people over him. Give me your midfield. My midfield? Yeah. You're going to play players over KDB. Who's your midfield? Yeah. Um, well, it depends what the whole formation looks like, bro. It's, it's whatever depends. you want. Give me a man. formation. You're in a final. Give Doesn't me a formation. Matter. Are we just going 4-3-3? Sure, three, whatever you want to do. You're, you get to pick your team for a final. Okay. 
Um, best midfielders in the world. Best midfield you can assemble in a final. There's a lot of midfielders to pick from. Of um, course. But you're assembling one that's going to win the match. Obviously, you can't just put like three lads in the 4-3-3 in a midfield and, and none of them are defensive, right? Someone has to be somewhat defensive. Okay. Um, this isn't fantasy. I mean, they're in a final to win. To win. My, yeah. my, my center defensive mid. Okay, so my center mid... I'll mm-hmm. do attacking mid, center mid, center defensive mid. Sure. Center mid will be um, De Young of Barcelona. Okay. Attacking mid, I'm going to be slated for this. <laughs> Would you go? Okay. Defensive mid. Huh. That's tough. There's got to be someone better than Fabinho. Can you name a better defensive mid than Fabinho? I'll agree I, with you probably, I mean, but I, 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 I'm just struggling to come up with one. How about the guy you're going to sign? Who are we going to sign? Tiago? I think he's more of a center. More of an eight? Uh, I don't know. Thomas Party? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> either way, my point, the point being KDB is either eight or ten. So you like those guys over KDB. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. In the midfield, I like someone that <sighs> sure can do the long. I think he, I, like, I like my very, I don't know. They're just all well-rounded. Okay. And Iska will be my attacking mid because I think he is the most underrated player in the world. Oh, wow. I would pick KDB over Isco right now. Yeah, a lot okay. of people would. All right. Uh, so we'll move on. Interesting. Who would you guys pick over KDB if you would pick someone over KDB? So I guess Steve wouldn't. I'm guessing Jeff Paris would not. Nikhil, Brian, Devin, if you're listening, whoever the hell's out there, let us know what you would go with. Uh, Steve also mentioned been married for a week and already confusing his wife for his mother-in-law. Uh-oh. Yeah, that was a slip of tongue. Um, yeah, I don't know what happened there. That's wild. That was a banana statement I made. Uh, Jeff coming in hot here. Uh, well, actually, he had oh, a really my good CDM's one. Pogba. Okay. So Jeff had a really good one here. All right? Uh, before he questions you, let's talk about this one. He said, uh, give me an answer here. The ones that got away. So there's a picture of six players and we'll go ahead and, and have the intern retweet this because I think I want to hear other people's input. Uh, and we are we actually have a couple people with input. Um, the ones that got away. Which club made the biggest mistake? And there are six okay, players Okay, so here. there's something and in this, that. And the six players, I'm gonna, and I know there are comments on all of them. The six players are City with Jaden Sancho, Arsenal with Serge Gnabry, Liverpool with uh, uh, Raheem Sterling, Manchester United with Paul Pogba, I guess V1, uh, Tottenham with Gareth Bale and Chelsea with Kevin De Bruyne. Make your comment, and I think I'm going to agree with you. I think some of these people. So can I kick two out? This. Can I kick two out? Just say they shouldn't be in this. I think uh, we can kick three out or four even. Well, I'm for sure kicking out Gareth Bale and Raheem Sterling. Okay, because they didn't. I mean, they kind of forced themselves out of the club, mm-hmm. if you will. Right. But who's the other guy? Serge. Yeah, I'd take Serge and Jaden out of it too because they didn't have the option. No, I think in Serge's case, he wanted to, he wanted to leave. He did. He he. Uh, I think Wenger liked him, and he played him a couple times. But Serge wanted to go back to Germany, and the way they made that work was they made a deal with Werder Bremen. You could have him for a year, and Werder would sell him on for a profit to Bayern because Arsenal wasn't directly selling to Bayern. Oh, okay. Jaden Sancho, I just feel like he knew he wouldn't get an opportunity, so he just left. Okay. He wasn't guaranteed anything at 18, and can you blame City for that's, not playing I, I mean, I think that's a good option. I think that right. should be nice. So, Out honestly, to me, guys, it's between Pogba selling him for nothing and then buying him back for 90. Uh-huh. And my winner is KDB because, yikes, they gave up on him too fast. 
Um, you can argue that they gave up on Mo Salah too fast, too. Yeah. Chelsea. They gave up on both. Uh, probably around the same time, too. Yeah. They had both of them, I think, on the same team. Yeah. Which um, is wild. Yeah. I, me personally, look, I rate this guy very highly. I think Paul Pogba is my guy. Because okay. not only did they buy him back for a lot, but I just think... He hasn't been able to show how good he actually is. I think mm-hmm. how he was at Juve and especially how he plays for France shows if you play him under the right system um, and let him play at his position, I think he's world, world class. Like he's unreal. Okay. And he, he you could play him anywhere if you really want to. Mm-hmm. So I, I say Pogba. And Brian Moore said correct. He agrees that Jeff Paris and him, they all said Chelsea. Um, so I think it's really just between those two mainly. But those that haven't answered, let us know what you think. Of those players we mentioned, uh, Jeff was mad at you. I want to hear he he didn't he didn't uh, I guess come back, but he says that a lot to unpack from this podcast. I'm too angry at Arin right now to respond coherently, but I'll get. I will say he's a barely sentient pinecone. Uh, give me 24 hours, Jeff. You didn't you didn't respond. So what are your thoughts to Jeff here? I think he just did a line of coke and, and tweeted that. On. <laughs> I mean, I, no, nothing I said was wrong. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's just funny. Okay. Um, Jeff, tell us what it was. You never got back to us. Also, he's addressed in a chat that he thinks you're Anand. And I know this is – we'll just briefly talk about this. We're waiting for the evidence, mate. So we won't talk about it until you bring I the thought evidence. he was real. Yeah. I thought he was Jeff's friend because <laughs> I thought they were all Canadian friends. You know, I thought right. they were all like kind of – they knew each other. So I guess – Like Jeff and the other Jeff. And yeah. then I thought Anand. I thought that was like the three musketeers from Canada. But <laughs> – I guess he. I guess he's not because Jeff Paris thinks that Anand is me. Yeah. So I guess uh, Jeff, let us know. We we haven't heard from you. Um, hopefully everything's well there. Uh, Brian, that's says, a wild name that I would. That like, I'm kind of like flattered though that you think I'd come up with that name, yeah. Anand Raspaturi. <laughs> I think it's Rumpersand or something. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Uh, Brian says. Mourinho must be a listener and like my choice of Kimmich for a team with 11 clones of one player because Mourinho did say that Kimmich has the quality to play any position. So, Joshua Kimmich getting some high praise from Jose Mourinho. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know where. Um, then we got Steve who um, <laughs> put spare thought for Barcelona who now have to pay Liverpool $5 million in add-ons as Coutinho has won the Champions League and he has the picture of Will Smith, uh, the Will Smith crying emoji thing. <laughs> Pretty funny stuff. Jeff Paris going cross sport here has a picture of Drake with a broom and a basketball as the Toronto Raptors have swept the New Jersey Nets. I'll be honest, mate. I think the two of us, Jeff Paris, Brian Moore, and, and uh, Steve Fuchs, we'll go with those five. Nikhil, you're slacking. We haven't heard from Nikhil in a month. We're going to have to do a wellness check on Nikhil. <laughs> mate, get at us. But I'll pick those five as the primary five right now. Uh, we would beat the Nets in a, in a playoff series. Who? The five of us that I've mentioned. Oh. So, Maybe, yeah. Uh, well, probably not, but we I don't know. But my point is the Nets stink. Um, fun fact from Brian Moore, for the last 13 seasons, the Champions League has been won by either Real Madrid, Barcelona, or the team that's eliminated Barcelona. So let's see if that trend continues next year. I think it will end next year. I think those two teams will fall a little bit. So I think we'll that see. trend will end next year. You heard it here first. Um, so let's go to some of the polls that we had placed. I think last week we had record responses for a lot of things. Uh, one of them was, for the rest of your life, would you rather only watch softcore porn or minor league sports? Looks like the people agreed with us. 82% said softcore porn. 
18 said minor league sports. Brian said voting before I listen to the pod, but this seems like a pretty obvious answer. Jerk off emoji. Steve says gotta be softy porn. We've all at one point or another spanked it to the Victoria's Secret catalog. Have you spanked it to the Victoria's Secret catalog? Probably when I was younger. Yes, I did too. So (laughs) (laughs) we'll go. This one, I think, so we, I tagged Saints FC just to see (laughs) what would happen because I feel like other people would be more intrigued in the poll than just us. And if we get a fan bases idea, will James Ward Prowse be a lifetime saint? We had the most votes we've ever had by a lot in this poll. 82% said yes. 18% 18% said no. We had a few comments. Brian voted yes because who else would take him? Nick said he might not put up gaudy numbers, but I like him. I would take him at Spurs. We kind of talked about maybe that happening. And uh, Med exclamation point with the handle Soton FC 1984 uh, with his first ever post has said Palace. I guess he thinks he'd go to Palace. One of the 18% that voted no. Um so I think that was awesome. So maybe is that a rivalry? Saints and Palace? I don't know. I don't think they are. I don't know. All I, well, he's a Soton oh, no, fan, so Palace he wouldn't say that. Yeah. So very interesting, I think. So we might, if we do kind of polls like that, might throw on some tags here and see what see what happens because yeah. it got bananas. And then finally, I have to share Mount Rushmore. So we're, we're going to do Mount Rushmore here. Um, for the first time ever, I've won. I don't know. It feels amazing. Uh, I had 80% of the vote and you had 20%. Again, um, I had pizza for, we were doing frozen foods. I had ice cream, pizza, chicken fingers, bagel bites. You had pizza rolls, Jimmy Dean's breakfast sandwiches where you tried to just take Jimmy Dean's overall, Eggo waffles and freeze pops. We had quite a few comments, Brian. So your argument with Jimmy Dean's is different varieties, right? So you're telling me there aren't different varieties of frozen pizza, deep dish, thin crust. No, again... Jimmy Dean's is a brand. Right, Pizza's right, a food. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. okay. Brian says, I'll listen to the pod before voting, of course, but this looks like a landslide victory for me. He was correct. I like all four of his choices better than any of Arine's. Two weeks in a row voting for action. This man prefers chicken fingers over pizza rolls? A lot of people like chicken fingers. What? He said, what, do you still order the Happy Meal? Here's what he said. <laughs> what? Whoa, Whoa. Brian, are you going to answer this? <laughs> no, okay, no, no. See, I don't mind if you say that, but if you say, I prefer chicken fingers over pizza rolls, mate, maybe you're still buying diapers. That's bananas. Well, well he is for his child. Well, that's true, two of them. <laughs> okay. Probably a hot take, he said, but I, I just don't like pizza rolls at all. This is what he says. That's wild. I'd rather have a frozen pizza over pizza rolls 100 now, times out of 100. Hold on. Also never like the freeze pops. There are so many other better frozen treats. Push-up pops, choco tacos, ice cream cookies, etc. Okay, choco tacos, yeah, but no one goes out of the way to buy choco tacos from the store. That's an ice cream man thing. Okay. You don't put that in your freezer. Sure. Okay, push pops? No. Wait, you don't put choco – you almost put choco tacos in your freezer, man. Yeah, but like you only get – like I've never gone to Costco and seen Choco Tacos. You can? Show them to me. Okay. Well, next time I go to Mariano's, I'm taking a picture. You've we'll seen Choco Tacos? You've seen Choco Tacos? I mean, I'm sure they're there. I have, no, all right. I have look it up. Look for it. No, they're not there because I would have gotten them when I was a kid. Okay. <laughs> um, but surely you agree with me on this. Look, I respect B. Moore. He knows this. Sure. I'm a big B. Moore guy. But the chicken fingers comment is absolutely outraged. Outrageous, and I think it's important that uh, you know when you're friends with with people that you keep them in check. Mate, head's gone on the chicken fingers. Okay, same with you. I don't know well, why you why you eat chicken fingers. They're good. 
Devin says you had me at chicken fingers and bagels. Look at this. Who eats chicken fingers, bro? Bro, chicken fingers are good. Chicken fingers are like the thing you have in fourth grade lunch from the lunch lady. Mate, you could get them. You could dip them in ranch. You could dip them in barbecue sauce. Good shit. You could do that with literally what you name. You could do that with any food from the freezer. Even pizza. Okay. People so like what separates fingers. chicken fingers from like anything else? People like chicken fingers, mate. I Wild like take because it's flavorless frozen chicken. That's bananas. No, they have some of them are fr- flavored. They have spicy. They have honey battered. They have different flavors, mate. Look, I'm, someone proved me wrong because I'm never going to the. And if my wife, my future girlfriend, or whatever wife, whatever you want to say, says let's get chicken fingers, I'm saying no. Wow, we're gonna have to take this up with Caitlin. Maybe we'll have her be a guest at Chicken next, fingers? Next, next episode. Stop it. Yeah. Oh, you know what that reminds me of? We have two weeks until the season starts. We have to start our previews next week, mate. Oh wow. Banana lands. Yeah. So I wanna know what the listeners think. We might change we might do whatever we want anyway. But the options are I don't know if you listened to the season preview last time, but where we just did who we think is going to win, incomings, outgoing. You know, we've done that now, so we don't have to really do that. Right. We do one episode where we pick the winners, the Champions League qualifiers, and the relegation people. Correct. And we also pick a team or two to look out for. So let's review our old episode and kind of see what we what we went with and see how right we were. Um, we could do that in one episode, or, or we could do a preview of 10 teams in one episode and a preview of 10 in the other. I'm sure... Okay. I, I'm leaning towards option one because I yeah. think there are teams that people just don't give a hell, you know, a fuck about. So, okay, maybe we have to start having people on. We might look for your guys' predictions too. So, everyone that's especially the main listeners, be on the lookout. We might reach out to you and just do short uh, interviews to see who your picks are. Yeah. All right. So that's who the guests will be in the uh, upcoming weeks to come. I, I I forgot the season's coming up. All right. With that said, it's probably um, sort of the Nations League or whatever the fuck you called it. Yeah. Well. Harry McGuire did too. (laughs) That's bananas. Uh, Let's go ahead now and do our Mount Rushmore. So today we're doing the Mount Rushmore of COVID activities. What can you do with COVID? Since (laughs) I won, since I won, Uh um, I'm going to go ahead and let you pick first. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll let you have the first pick. What is it? Binge Netflix or Hulu. Yeah. Okay. That's my number one draft pick. Um, I'm recently watching a show called Kingdom. Yeah. Nick Jonas is in it. It's an MMA TV show, but it's, I promise you, you'll like it if you're, if you, yeah, you'll like it. Okay. Um, so you're going with that. That's your first pick. Netflix Hulu. Okay. Netflix Hulu. So I'm going to go with, um, golf, playing golf. A lot of people are able to play golf. Okay. And, uh, it's been a minute since I've, I've done it, but every time now we walk by, I mean, it's, it's, I feel like because we can't do so many other things, we play golf, and I just remembered how much I enjoy just getting out there and swinging the clubs. Agreed, yeah. So I'm going to take golf as my first pick. And with my next pick, you know, the key to this, I guess, is I don't know if we're able to mix these. So we'll have to go to the ref committee here. Um, I'm going to go with sex. That's my pick. Just okay. having sex because you're allowed to do that if you have a partner. But if you don't, can I put sex slash jerk off? No. They're separate. They're separate. Jerking oh, off and shit. sex are two very different things. Oh, they're both releases, mate. Um, gosh. Because then, see, if you're single, you're risking COVID. Sex, sex is much better than jerking off. It is. They're two different things. It, it is. But, but then again, with a COVID activity, you have to have a partner. Otherwise, you're risking COVID to have sex with a random. That's I'm, different. Jerking off is different than yeah, sex. Yeah, okay. I'm picking sex. Sorry. 
That's fine. Okay, you're up. Because I think for a lot of the single lads, that's not easy right. to come by during COVID time. Right. That's why I said, like, maybe in terms of a COVID Shout activity. Shout out to my single people out there. I know y'all exist. That's what I'm saying. In terms of a COVID activity, that might be difficult because... You can still get your booty calls through, but yeah. Well, what if they have COVID, mate? It's a risk. But I'm they, de- they definitely reach out. I'm picking it. I'm on the pod here <laughs> for the record saying girls definitely reach out. There you go, mate. Too, so. Have you had to go... It's I've personal. had someone reach out. Yeah, actually, Did yeah. Did you say yes, or were you worried she'd have coronavirus? I just said no. It's just, this is <laughs> risky times. Risky times. Now, if she was, how? Okay, on a scale of one to ten, where I mean, this is going to be bad. It's going to look bad. People are going to get mad at us. We might get canceled. Where would you have rated her one to ten? On the looks department. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a long. This pause. is going to be bad. It's okay, so pause. like. A six and a half without makeup, a seven and a half with it. So if seven, she was a nine. Seven, seven and a half makeup. If she was a nine, would makeup. you told her to come over? Here's what I was going to say, though. She's a seven and a half, but, like, in bed it's bananas. Okay. So it just goes up. But, like, still, like, I don't know. It's just, like, plus I was, I don't know. I had a lot going on. It's just. Okay, fair enough. All right, what do you have then six, for your next pick? You know, it's just a lot. Um, if she was a nine, I would wife. Okay. I would wife up. I don't, I don't think so friends you with benefits with a nine. So you just skip sex and then you'd go and have a marriage. For me personally, if there's a nine and she wants to be friends with benefits, I'd rather just date her. Okay. All right. Because, I mean. Well, yeah, but what if she's if nine? I'm, if I'm bagging seen, a nine, I'm taking that to the bank. What if you haven't seen her personality leading up to it, though? That's like, tough. This man's been deep in thoughts. I've made you think during this podcast. Uh, all right. So I could be picks? a sucker for for like nines and above. So All right, what, what are you going with? Not the best. Okay, um, I'm gonna go with gaming. Gaming. Okay. I think we saw it in the early COVID Not stages. On my list. I think we saw it in the early <laughs> COVID stages. Uh-huh. Not only game you gaming, me gaming, but also watching esports. Right. At one point, every sport in the world was canceled except for esports. Okay. So gaming. Sure. And Twitch is definitely on the rise. Okay. Um. You know, that was a way people can talk and get entertainment. Yep. So I think I think gaming as a whole, uh huh, definitely there. And I think with with I think with Call of Duty Warzone coming out, um, I think that gave a lot. I think that gave a lot of people time to hang out with their friends, but not be with them. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, especially those friends that don't live close by. Okay. So yeah, I, I think. Um, I think gaming for a lot of reasons. Okay. And then you're up again. Right. I totally forgot about that. Okay. Um, <laughs> you ready for this one? Sure. So COVID came at a time when most people's diets would start, right? Yep. You're trying to get that summer body. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I said giving up on diets. Yeah. I think that's an activity. I have to eat here. Yeah. You know, I think, <laughs> I think you were like, well, COVID's pretty much, I think everyone had a good, you know, idea that summer would get canceled. Right. You know, not completely, but like, fuck it, right? And uh, me speaking, single people, you're just like, well, if I'm going to be, you know, sidelined with this injury for a little bit, why not just, you know, take some time off, get a beer, drink some, or drink some beer, eat some pizza, game, watch Netflix, who have. Right. You know, I think for me, uh, as a single person, I took this time to really self-reflect and just like, you know, do a lot of things that improved me. And uh, a lot of that just included just relaxing and Getting, you know, not not being so strict on what I ate and just enjoying enjoying myself with good food while right. watching some COVID sports. I had eat on my list too, so of course yeah. there you go. Um, 
I'm gonna go with. Make sure you put give up on diet. Yeah, I put that. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Okay, so I have two picks now. I'm gonna go a little bit of the opposite, but I feel like you need this a little bit for your sanity. I'm gonna put go for a walk or a run. Okay. So a little bit of outdoor stuff, you know, because people get a little stir crazy, right? So you know, you want to go out on a walk or a run. I think that's a good idea. And for my last one, as long as it's spaced out, um, yeah, the, I would say. Uh, and if there's time now, I feel like the time for it's dying. And I did this a lot during the beginning okay. of these times. Yeah, it's happened a lot less because of how you know. I think the schedule's gotten a little more busy again. Yeah, stuff has started up. Correct. Um, but I'm gonna say uh, Zoom hangouts with friends. Like okay. you can play games on there. You could banter on there. That's really the only way you could see them. You could drink together. You could have a power hour. So Zoom with friends is is my you know fourth pick. Okay. Um, I guess that's the equivalent of your kind of on the headset with your friends, you know? So. Yeah. So for me, um, I did trying to work out for a week with your at-home bands or whatever you ordered and then just giving up on them. Okay. <laughs> so I think how I do we write that? <laughs> give up on workout? workouts. And then just give up. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think a lot of people <laughs> were like on board for the at-home workouts. And I think... A lot of people stuck with it, but then I think a lot of people also were just like, ah, fuck it. For example, myself. Um, I think it goes hand in hand with the giving up on your diet. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd say that. We did it for a while, and then once Caitlin started to work, it got a little sporadic, so okay. it didn't happen. So, yeah, it's a good you one. You know, people were doing the push-ups on their Instagram. Yeah. You know, yeah. there was a little phase where people were like, oh, we still got this. We're going to stay in shape. Yeah. Um, during this and no. So again, the uh, choices are you have binge Netflix, Hulu, gaming, giving up on diet slash eat, and then give up on at-home workouts. It's a lot of giving up going on. Uh, I have I have golf, uh, sex, take a walk or go for a run, and Zoom with friends. Um, do you have any honorable mentions? Yeah. Um, so I think during this time, you know who really benefited from it? Food delivery apps. We're talking uh-huh. DoorDash, Grubhub, Postmates. Um, so food delivering was one. So and, should I go with eat? Um, no, no, no. Food delivery apps, like using your apps to deliver okay. food specifically. Okay. Um, like I became a DashPass member. So using an app to deliver food <laughs> I would, is an activity. I would never. You know? I, I would never That's be. I would not be a DashPass member if it wasn't for the pandemic. Okay. So I was a big food app guy now. So um, the act of ordering is the activity. Yes. Okay. What else do you have? Big, yeah. Um, I have a couple. And then you. We separated these two things yeah. because I feel like they're different. I say jerking off. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I think a lot of people that are single, guys and girls, yeah, are seeing a very increased amount of jerking off. Yeah. I agree. So, or jilling off. And those that are kind of like, you know, cultured, know what OnlyFans is, that's taken a huge spike and I think we know why. So okay. that's that. So what, do you have anything else? Um, no, that, that's that's everything. One that I think is picked up because it came back partially through this, watching sports in the middle of the day. So – Day watching sports, if that makes any sense, because you had the games at like 11 a.m., 2 p.m. True, that true, was true. fun. That was pretty cool. Now it's kind of ending. a lot of people working from home too, so they were able to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Now, oh, you haven't seen my new monitor, mate. Last night I was working, and, and on one I, on my laptop. A lot of times when I work, I do use the two screens and I'm productive. Right. But last night, I think when uh, Giolito was having his perfect game for the Sox, or not perfect game, sorry, no hitter. I put the Sox game on my monitor screen oh, on the left and did my work on the right. Oh, man. It was a thing of beauty to have a game on one screen and work on the other. So that might be a thing that I really pick more up on here because I have a – now it's like a 37-inch curved screen. So, okay. 
yeah, I'm pretty happy with that purchase so far. Um, and it's helped also with Zoom classes because you could put the chat there. Yeah. Apparently, students across the nation have been having problems because they've been trying to tell the professor something, and the professor has the share screen on. So if you do that, you can't see the chat unless you have another monitor. So there's that. All right, so let us know what you guys think. Uh, what are you picking for your Mount COVID? Mount COVID. Mount COVID, uh, what your activities were, and then don't forget to vote on ours. Uh, finally, now, for the last segment, we're going to – Get the results first of last week's announcement of the week. Uh, the winner, we only had three options. No one gave us a fourth. They all went with it. 50% went with Arturo Vidal, uh, who was the one I believe that said something about this is Barcelona yeah. and then lost 8-2. to two. 42% picked Bernardo Silva, who mocked Liverpool fans again. And 8% went with uh, Paul Ince for not knowing there was already statues out of Henri and Bergkamp. Uh, so that was pretty interesting. So now let's go to this week's Nonce of the Week. You are a nonce, You're a nonce, mate. All right. We got a few good options here. Actually, we had five options this week, so we had to kick one out. Yeah. Um, but let's go ahead and get started. Uh, first is um, Oakland cop Alan Strickland. <laughs> so I don't know if you've ever heard of this lad, Alan Strickland. This was actually sent in to us by um, Jeff Paris. Getting in on the yeah, because the Raptors fan. Yeah. yeah. So if you guys recall, last June, uh, one day after Toronto won their first ever NBA championship, an Oakland cop named Alan Strickland accused Toronto Raptors president Masai Ujiri of assaulting him on the court. Uh, evidence was reviewed that was available at the time, and everyone concluded that the allegations were bunk to the point that the California Sheriff's Office or the Alameda County Office decided not to pursue charges against Ujiri. Well. Uh, that was smart because new video footage has been released that's actually the opposite, that Strickland, the Oakland cop, was the initial aggressor uh, who kind of pushes him first. You guys have probably seen that on Twitter, so pretty Nazi move on his part to try to, to try to do that shit. And he's the one that, yeah, I mean, he helps give bad names to some of these cops. Yeah, I think he, um, he uh, I think, you know, that loses a lot of credibility and integrity. So I think if you're an Oakland Sheriff, or the fuck you call it, I think you just fire this guy. Yeah, I you agree. I, I think, think so. You can't make false allegations like that. I think, yeah, you know, like, sometimes, like, he could have been a random guy trying to get on the court, and you push whatever. You know what? You could fuck up like that, in my opinion, right? right. But then to take it to the next level and say, he assaulted me, that's where you, that's the, that's the line. Right. You know what I mean? Um you know, because at the end of the day, you never know who's just trying to fucking get on the on the court for like a YouTube video or whatnot. So, right. you know, and security, you, you know, your job is to be physical if you feel like you have to. So I kind of understand that because in the cop look, I'm not I'm saying in the cop's defense, the Toronto guy did just fucking walk in there like he he well, technically he did. Well, they just won the championship. What right. But like, how are you supposed to know who the guy is? Right. You should probably tell the guy, hey, he's I'm, got a tag. Right, He's but maybe show it to him. He just like walked. He just tried like walking through. Like, oh, like everyone he, knows who I am. I, I don't like know the, who this Mazra guy is. Like, I feel like the cop whose job is to pre- should. Right, know. I'm saying he fucked he up. Should know. I'm saying he screwed. No, I don't think he should. He should. That's his job. That's his, his job. His job isn't to know. I think that he has that name tag for a reason. He's got to show it to the cop. Okay, you can't just walk onto okay. the court all willy nilly. So if you want to defend that action, I, yeah. Then, but then he goes and says that that guy did it first. That's right, no, no, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm saying he should be fired. Okay. I'm saying yeah, initially, like, to be right. forceful and push him back, maybe. But, like, 
because because at the end of the day, you, before you go on the court, no matter how excited you are, you got to show security and be like, hey, this is, you know, because you never know that this guy could be doing something. It's at 37 minutes. Um, <laughs> and now we're listeners. So, yeah, you get what I'm saying, right? I, I'm saying I definitely the cop is a nod. I disagree. I think the I cop think is a nod. I know who this lad was. This is one of the prime people no. that you know. I think he was just a bitter Golden State Warriors fan. He was fanning and he's like, fuck this guy. We lost the title. I'm mad. And he's walking around like this and I don't like it. And he had a little baby moment. I don't he's know. a little baby back bitch. Look, I think, I think he definitely is in the wrong. He's definitely a baby back bitch for what he did uh-huh. um, afterwards. But, um, you know, who... I don't know. So speaking of crazy people, well, yeah. So he's yeah, obviously not. Oh, yeah, he's a nuts. He's a nuts. Yes. Then there's Tom Brenneman, who's the Cincinnati Reds' uh, uh, play-by-play. He's been on for a long time. Like he has been around. I mean, so ages. I'm if more this was a new guy. I'm a White Sox fan. I don't mind the Cubs, but I definitely a lot of a lot of Cubs fans knew who this guy was. Yeah, they don't like him. Yeah, because he's very he's a big homer, and okay. home fans like that kind of a guy, right? Um, he made a very homophobic remark. Uh, am I going to have to say it or are we going to play a clip here? <laughs> Do you want to play the clip? I think we should. The fag capitals of the world. Reds Live, the pregame show presented by Ray St. Clair Roofing. I pride myself and think of myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. And so that'll make it a 4-0 ball game. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. I don't know if it's going to be for the Reds. I don't know if it's going to be for my bosses at Fox. I want to apologize for the people. I, mean, I don't want to say it. Are we allowed to? I think, what do you mean, play the clip? Yeah. Surely we can. We'll let the people hear I mean, I'll probably mention it later when I make okay. the, when I do the run. But he made a very bad remark, came on later and apologized. But it's like, mate, you, you literally just said it ten minutes ago. I get you are apologizing, but you're doing it because it's you know you're trying to save your job. But he knew he was going to get suspended. He was in a part of a doubleheader. He made his apology, and in comedic fashion, so uh, Castellanos hit a home run while he was apologizing. He still called the home run, and uh, he got suspended. Um, so I, I'm, I'm not sure what's happened with him right now. I bet you the team's kind of waiting for things to die down because he's been around for a long time. Um, so, but still very Nazi in my in my opinion. Um, what are your thoughts? I guess briefly on that. Um, yeah, he's Nazi. Okay. Uh, so he's called major league games for 33 years. By the way, he's been with Fox Sports for 27. So shy that he wasn't like I you feel know like a new guy would get kicked out right away. But because it's him, I think they'll suspend him. Let him make a statement, and he's gonna pull, he's gonna come back. I you think. think so. Yeah, I don't agree with it, but that's what's gonna happen. That was just the way he said it too was bananas. Yeah, it was just yeah. wild. Then we have Harry Maguire for assaulting a police officer. We went over that pretty well. Yeah. And then there's Kim Jong Un, your boy, who's ordered North Koreans to give up pe- their pet dogs to be killed for food because they're a delicacy, apparently food wise. So he's calling for that order. Um, which is, to me, absolute bananas. So he can't feed his people. Yeah, I mean, surely there are other ways. I hide my dog. Yeah, I bet you a lot of people are, and I'm wondering what the penalty would be. It's That's scary. It's a scary thought. You die. They probably kill you. Yeah. It's an order from Kim Jong-un. Yeah, so... I, dude, I don't know where I hide the dog, though, so it doesn't make noise. 
Well, it's not about it making noise, but it's like when you my probably got rat me out. Well, my you got to do like the whole. Uh, is it um, no, Anne Frank? She hid in the attic. Oh yeah. <laughs> so you're talking about Anne Franking dogs in Korea, <laughs> bro? If they were gonna kill my dog. I hate to say it. This sounds mean, but like sure, as soon as you hear house. like the Korean police kind of like doing their checks. Yeah, well then you I put the, the um, I put the um, yeah, you know the some dogs have the things so they can't bark. I put right. that on the dog, mm-hmm. and I, I send it to like a little layer in the basement. I guess so, man. That's that's. I yeah, mean, I know it's all their it's toys, some... all their shit. How do you do that? Hide it in the layer. <laughs> yeah, that's bananas. I mean, dog's gotta have its little layer until Kim Jong Un lifts this. I mean, so. it's your dog, bro. You gotta so, do everything to protect it, right? Yeah, we have an honorable mention here, Mike Mulberry. Yeah, uh, Brian. By the way, Brian submitted the Tom Brennan and Harry Maguire ones. <laughs> there is Mike Mulberry who said the NHL bubble is a perfect place because, and, and he's an honorable mention. He's not up for it, and we'll explain why in a second. Uh, he said because women can't disrupt concentration is what he said. Um, Steve agreed in saying that we've always known that Mike Mulberry's. I don't know if he agreed with him being announced this time. Probably. But says we've you know, Millbury has always been a nonce. This just confirms it. So yeah, he does agree. Um, the reason he's an honorable mention because amongst us, right, of the five, the consensus said it was the weakest. And I'll let you explain your thoughts there. Um, yeah, pretty much. I think it was a joke, you know. And like, I don't know. I feel like but Tom Brennan can say his was a joke. No, no, no. That's two different things. Okay. Uh, like, I think he meant, like, you know, whether it's, like, eye candy being okay. a distraction. Uh-huh. I get distracted by pretty girls, as I think most guys do. Um, and I think a lot of people that have been married for so long, I mean, I think they'd find that joke pretty funny. You know, as would as would a girl. if She's like, oh, man, I don't have to deal with Tom for, like, you know, a little bit and, you know, blast with the girls. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it was just a, a joke. But as a professional, you... That's something you can't. He's why he stepped away from NBC actually because of it. So I don't know. See, that's where I, I feel like maybe things are getting a little too PC. Okay, you know, I think it's just good, good banter, good joke. You know, mm-hmm. I don't see any harm in it. Seeing that like girls are a distraction, which girls can be a distraction. How many times have have you heard someone like kind of mentoring another person be like, "Hey, man, like stop getting yourself distracted with girls or whatnot," you know? So. He's also called in the past uh, Sidney Crosby a, a little goody two-shoes. Um, I'm pretty sure he also beat up a kid at a, at a game. But but I guess we're putting that aside. So for this, Beating up a little kid is too far. Would I, would I, do I think Sidney Crosby... <laughs> beating a little kid is definitely too far. Do I think Sidney Crosby is goody two-shoes? I think I share the same sentiment with a lot of hockey fans that right. he is someone that does things by the book mm-hmm. and is, in my opinion, a goody two-shoes, but that's not a bad thing, but he is a goody two-shoes. I mean, he's not one to fight. He's not one to, like, spice things up. Mm-hmm. He follows the rules, so, like, what? Yeah, he's he's a goody two-shoes. Okay, that's, so... That's what I'm saying. Like, he's he's joking about that comment, in my opinion. All right, okay. and that's fair. So so we'll put I him on honorable mention. stepping away is just... That's wild. Like, what, what, like the line is just so... Where's the... Like, the, the line is just too, too, too far well, in. I think that's, you know, that's... But... They're trying to get those stereotypes out. That's What's a stereotype? The, he's not stereotyping word, anything. That what? That yeah. women are a distraction is what he, you know, so. But they, but they. Speaking ca- against women. How is, a girl can say that guys are a distraction because we can be. Guys can be a distraction just as girls can be a distraction. Why? Because, well, you, your, your significant other is the opposite gender most of the time. 
And if you're a single guy, you're going to be very attracted to the opposite gender. Yeah. So, I mean. And if you're watching your sport, is Caitlin usually happy? What do you mean? If you're watching, let's say you're watching. um, Uh, If I'm watching my team, I can watch my team. But, yeah, I mean, I can't watch my other games as much these days. That's That's what he meant. All right, so uh, let's let's just go. Who would you pick out of? So we got. Let's go over here. The Oakland cop Alan Strickland for claiming Raptors president Ujiri assaulted him when it was really the opposite. I'm going to say it. We've got Tom Brenneman for uh, not knowing he said one of the fag capitals of the world on the air. We As got you just did, Harry Maguire for assaulting a. But yeah, but I wasn't. I mean, he's saying it about somewhere. We don't know where because the clip cut in. We'll put the clip if we can. Harry Maguire for assaulting a police officer in the Mykonos and Kim Jong-un for ordering North Koreans to give up pet dogs to be killed for food. Who's your nuts? There's some bad ones. Who was the first one? Oakland cop Alan Strickland. Second one? Tom Brenneman, Harry Maguire, Kim Jong-un. I think it's really for me between Tom Brenneman and Kim Jong-un. <laughs> I think Tom Brenneman for me because... Um, look, uh, like even if you're not PC, if you're at your work mm-hmm. and you say something like that, like even if it's off air, that's right. wild. You we know should, what I mean? Yeah. Like there's a difference, like you're at work, like, you know, you gotta be professional. Like he was speaking into something, right? right. So like multiple people were hearing that. Of course. And you don't know who's on, like, who's always on the other end. So right. I think even not only did he fuck up with saying it on air on accident, but so his his um, lack of awareness was is shocking for someone that's been in the biz that long, and two, just how you act at work. If if that's how you act at work, and that's wild in my mm-hmm. opinion. So that's a double double whammy nonce for right. me. Yeah. So yeah, I'll I'll actually go the other. So I'm going with Kim Jong Un because <laughs> you were laughing at my lair idea. What? Yeah, when well, I said put I mean, the dogs in layers. I mean, it was, it was wild. <laughs> Save the uh, dogs, mate. I agree, but, but you know, because the cop, he's kind of getting caught. He's getting exposed. Tom Brenneman, I mean, it's words, and it's not good words, but he's getting exposed. Yeah. Harry Maguire has been exposed, but we don't know if he was defending his sister, so I'll give him a slight pass. Kim Jong-un, I mean, these dogs are kind of fucked. The people hiding them are fucked. So there's really, in my opinion, in that case, the least amount of quote-unquote justice that's there to be had. Um, so... You know, I, I know there are other things that have happened recently that we haven't, you know, put on the list, but that might go next week. We'll discuss. So, all right. So you have Tom Brenneman. I have Kim Jong-un. Let's hear what you all have to say. Anything else before we kick it out, kick ourselves out here? Um, hmm. Hopefully next week we'll be back on, what, Tuesday? Maybe? Man, hopefully MLB doesn't get canceled. Hopefully NBA playoffs can can come back. So it's looking like Wednesday might be a, another comeback <laughs> for us. Oh, for us. Yeah. Um, yeah, probably. We'll have to look at your schedule. But for me, I think Wednesdays are – Tuesday nights are late now apparently. So, folks, you're probably getting us on Wednesdays. Maybe the occasional Monday. I don't know. We'll have to see. It depends on your schedule too. Arden's got a rotating schedule. So, with that said, nothing else? No. You said hopefully the NBA is back. MLB, hopefully it doesn't get canceled. Um it's well, just bananas. MLB games are happening still, but a few players are sitting out is what I've heard. There's one game that got – yeah, the Milwaukee – so we'll see. Uh, with that said, let's go to uh, – hopefully you guys enjoyed and make some comments. Where can they do that again? At the footy corner too. All right. Let's go to the three-time with Sevilla. I'll, this is the only time I'll be nice to him. Three-time with Sevilla, Europa League champion, Unai Emery. Aloha. Love you guys. Good evening, Alexa. Please to play uh, my favorite 
שלום. Good evening, good evening, 